where are the low value men? Like, what are what are all the low value men up to during these trying times? Because the high value men, they, I know they're around. They won't shut the fuck up. Low value men, I have not heard a word out of. I'm starting to think I'm on their side. I think I want one of those. I want a low value man. They don't make podcasts. I haven't seen one low value man make a podcast. Do they not know how to use microphones? Maybe that's a good thing. That's that's hot. All right. I haven't seen. I've never seen a man use a microphone for good. Until now, everybody buckle up. It's low value mail time with your host, Danny Polishchuk. What is happening? We are back. We're back with an all new episode of Low Value Mail. It's episode 71 on this Tuesday, July 25th, 2020, 2023 in the year of our Lord. I the 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 episode we figure out which Lord that is will be the last episode of this show, but we'll never figure it out. That's that's it's called a cliffhanger in the biz. Anyways, welcome back everybody. We have uh, a a very uh very Good episode. I'm very excited for this guest. We have Anomaly. I'm sure you have seen him all over Twitter, all over Instagram, all over YouTube. Uh, he's an independent news analyst, a hip hop artist with almost one billion views. Uh, and sorry, let me just adjust this here. And you probably all know him or many of you know him. And if you don't, we're going to have a nice little discussion with him. We're going to open up the phone lines. So if you have some questions for him, you can talk to him. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. And a lot of we got some NPC talk in the chat. I'm not going to give it the light of day, though. Uh, before we get started, I'm going to bring on in a few minutes. As always, just a, a few things. Please, you know, like and subscribe, leave a review, a rating. Uh, any of that stuff does help. I'm on a new channel. If you haven't realized some people, I think, actually don't realize because the way the algorithm works is they might just show you this stream even though you're only subscribed to my main channel. So uh, subscribe to this channel. I have some people who are just like, yeah, what happened to the show? There hasn't been a show in a month. And I'm like, okay, I, I don't know how to reach those people. I don't know how to make people figure it out. I even have like a concurrent live stream running on YouTube, but whatever. Uh, it is what it is, but just subscribe to this channel at low value mail. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, you can do so on patreon.com slash low value mail or on Twitter. Or I guess X. I guess you can go to x.com slash Danny Jokes uh, and support it, which that I believe that link actually works. X.com slash Danny Jokes. Uh, not a porn site. Once I hit 500 uh, paid subs, uh, the show will be 2.5 hours. It's currently a two-hour show. It's going to be two and a half hours at 500 subs. We're about 200 away. So once we do that, that's the current goal uh, with the eventual goal of this is going to be uh, a four-hour show. This is going to be a full four-hour show eventually once we hit uh, 1,500 subscribers with uh, multiple guests, a producer. It's going to be grand. But for now, uh, consider signing up. If not, I just I do appreciate your support just watching the show, telling a friend, whatever it is. Uh, next week's guest, we have Mikhail Svetov, who... Uh, this is interesting. My, I, ha, I have a kid who helps me make clips, like goes like kind of like real style, like the little short clips or whatever. He helps me make clips and he recommended this guy to me. He is 
one of the main popularizers of libertarianism in Russia. He, he has a, a pretty big YouTube channel. He doesn't live in Russia anymore because uh, they're not cool with that kind of stuff. But he is going to be the guest uh, next week. So check that out. Here's the line. I have actually booked or normally book a month in ahead, but I actually have us booked all the way to the end of August. So this is what we have coming up uh, up until the end of August. We have August 8th, Daniel Bellelli from the History on Fire podcast. August 15th, Joey B. Toons. August 22nd, Jeremy Kaufman, 2022 Libertarian nominee in the New Hampshire Senate. And then August 29th, we have the boys from War Mode join the show August 29th. Uh, so those are all going to be very good episodes. And as you can tell, I'm, I'm going out there. I'm getting some some guests. I am I'm taking swings. I'm getting guests. Uh, so it's uh, and I'm looking forward to it. The War Mode is going to be the first show that I have multiple multiple guests at once, but uh, it should be good. Yeah, but War Mode July. July, August 29th. Sorry, I, I've, uh, I'm, I've been fasting for the last 30 hours. So that's so weird because I my concentration is like super pinpoint. But then sometimes I like for a moment, I just like say the wrong word. Doesn't matter, though. Um, and then finally, tomorrow, we are back with an all new episode of the Bathhouse. We have Robbie the Fire Bernstein, Mike Cannon and Faraz Niafata. What a fun name to say. Faraz is a good friend of mine from Toronto. And uh, all right, without further ado, let's let me uh, bring on the guest of the hour, uh, the man anomaly. Hold on one second. Whoa, almost. Hey, can you hear me? Yes. Hey, what's up? Let me move myself over. All right, we are on with anomaly, dude. Thanks for coming. I appreciate. It. I know you just got off a live stream of your own. Yeah, no problem. I'm glad yeah, to be yeah, here. Yeah, Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah, so uh, I just wanted to, while we were, because we were just talking about this off air, and I just kind of thought it was a funny thing. So the thing in New Jersey, the governor of, of New Jersey, you were covering on your show tonight. Right. Uh, just just explain for people. Yeah, so I, I have the article here, too, because I just did the show. And um, I guess the state decided that they were going to hide the gender identity from the parents. Like if a kid decides to like change genders or identify as something else that they were going to hide it from the parents. So I, there were three school districts who said, I think we should probably tell the parents about this. And then he sued those school districts saying that they, the parents that shouldn't, they which is so weird. Cause I feel like normally it's almost the opposite way, right? Like, is it normally like the schools are like kind of hiding that stuff? For the most part, yeah. and then it's like the like the state or whatever. Yeah, but I guess it depends who's in power and what sort of laws they pass. I don't have kids in school like that, so I don't. You know, I haven't followed it, but I think when your kid goes off and then comes back in a dress, then then you start caring <laughs> a little more. Yeah, so. you're. Yeah, for sure. I, I have like I have a, a niece and she's like eight, and I have a lot of friends who have like kids and stuff, and I, I sometimes think like right now with everything that's going on. It would suck to have kids, especially if you have them in like public schools, especially in like, you know, me and Ryan are from Canada and like wild shit, wild, wild that shit going on from Canada. So um, for people that that uh, don't know you, I guess, maybe tell them about yourself. 
Yeah, so I always say I'm a news analyst and a hip hop artist. I'm independent, so I just try to analyze the news, try to make jokes sometimes so I don't hate myself, you know? <laughs> it's like it gets boring. <laughs> yeah. Try to make it funny, but I started out just rapping, doing hip hop, and then 2016, I just kind of rolled the dice and started talking because I thought Bernie versus Hillary and then obviously like all the Trump stuff, I just felt like the media was acting so crazy. And I was always a kid of the internet. So I know how Facebook, YouTube, Google, and they really started cracking down and, and kind of shifting the scales. And it really bothered me that they just didn't care what people thought. Like a lot of people like Bernie, Bernie versus Hillary. And it wasn't like, hey, yeah, but like, no, it was more like, no, you don't even <laughs> exist. And you're a Russian extremist. And I'm right. like, I've never even been to Russia. Like, I don't, you know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, I just want to have. Was it hard, like coming from hip hop to start um, like kind of doing like that politics, like especially because you were obviously like you were a, you like Trump uh, at the time. Obviously, I don't, I don't, it doesn't sound like you're too much of a fan of him anymore. But, uh, you know, at the time you were like, was that I, I would imagine that's like pretty tough in terms of like for a con like a comedian comedians too like there were no comedians even if they did like trump you're like you're you would be killing your career right in comedy to just be like hey like were you worried about that stuff or were you kind of just like i'm off that track already i wasn't worried about it because i i had had label meetings like when i was 19 20 21 and at the time of the election i was 26 27 but I'd, I'd been to like a Sony building. I've talked to like A&Rs and there were people interested because I used to just freestyle on YouTube and I had like a bowl haircut. I look stupid, but they were like, <laughs> oh, that kid's kind of like different, you know, whatever. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's cool. And they would tell me to stop doing stuff. And I always had my attitude. So I, I'm not even some people probably don't believe me because they don't like my music or whatever. But it's true. They told me like dress up in Abercrombie, uh, you know, don't rap about this, only rap about weed, because I smoked weed at the time, like a lot. I, I felt like a Mitch Hedberg joke. I still do, but I used to. No, but <laughs> yeah, it was like they told me not to do stuff. And I was like, I don't think that's going to work. I feel like if I go to the hood, I'll get beat up. Like they just want to dress me up like Justin Bieber or something. So I never kind of followed suit. And I and that was I, I won't say I was blacklisted. But yeah, once I started doing politics, I'm pretty sure it ended certain chances for that route, but I was never, I was never really corporate or mainstream. So I decided at 21 that I have to make it like underground and independent because these people will not let me do what I want to do. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's probably cause yeah, like for comedy now for comedy, like comics can kind of just be like, yeah, Trump's fine or whatever. But like before he was so radioactive in comedy and comedy is such like a left leaning thing. I guess music is too. Although I would assume like a lot of executives personally or not, but they're just like, yeah, you know, we're kind of playing the game and they were actually trying to like dress you up and shit specifically. Like it's what they said to me in the meeting. Cause I, I had a couple million views and I was pretty big for what YouTube was at the time. It wasn't, there weren't that many views. So I had a couple million and I was young and they told me like, we'll go take you out and we'll, we'll get like Abercrombie clothes for you. And I told him, I was like, I don't wear Abercrombie. Like I wear like band t-shirts and stuff, yeah. you know, I'm not, not like preppy, um, but that they just looked at me like, oh, that white kid will like will we'll dress him up. And I, I always thought that was weird. And in the industry, it was one of these things that I felt like if you gave pushback, they tried to shame you and make you feel like they weren't going to do it. And I think that's kind of how they get certain things. Like if you blow up, you just blow up, then you have leverage. But if you didn't like super blow up and they have leverage, they're basically like, do, do this or we'll find someone who will do it. So yeah. I, that was never my route. And I kind of just sacrificed like early on. I feel like I 
I had a, a independent label, not even a mainstream label, fly me to New York City from California, and they told me to stop rapping about politics. Like really? straight up said, what yeah, years is? I w- 2013, 14. So like, you were always like into politics. Like that's like I, that. It didn't just yeah, didn't happen. I would rap about conspiracies. I like said, I thought Ron Paul was cool. Like little Obama jokes, like just funny stuff, trying to be edgy. Like Eminem would talk shit. So I was talking shit, but also, yeah, I don't, I I forget what they told me not to say. I think I made a joke about like Obama. It was pretty crude. I was kind of like a DJ, but they were like, yeah, you can't be saying that. And like, don't, (laughs) they said, just rap about weed and women. Don't talk about politics. And this was an indie label that was like a political label that told me this. So it, it was kind of this sort of thing where it's like, if you, I would rap about like bin Laden conspiracies and stuff, you know, like it was a, it's a niche market that they were not interested in for right. sure. You know? <laughs> but isn't it like so crazy, like a rap, like any rap label would tell people, you know, not, you go, that's not like something you should rap about specifically when so many rappers rap about like just, you know, literally murdering people or like whatever, right. all that stuff. And they're like, Hey, we don't want you. <laughs> we don't want you to like making jokes right. about Obama. And you're like, why? Exactly. With the, with the yay stuff, I can't remember what I like. I responded on an Instagram and just made like a comment and I had, I'm not going to say what label, but like a major label, a major executive there DM me. Like this is a couple months ago, whenever the yay drama was going on and they asked me what I meant by it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think they thought what I was saying was anti-Semitic because he got his bank closed down and I just said something like, (laughs) I was like, yeah, he got his bank closed. And like, literally there's like, a and R's or, or these like high level executives from major, major labels messaging me basically to not to be like, Hey, we like your following. They're like, basically like, what did you mean by that? And, I, and what it's, like, it's leverage, what like leverage did they think they had in that? Like, yeah, I didn't answer. Yeah. I was like, I don't owe you anything. Yeah. You're like, I'm not in your system. Like, I don't know what you want. <laughs> and, and obviously we act, there's a question here from uh Fran actually in the, in the comments, which says, what are your ta- uh, top three favorite hip hop influences? I would say early, early on. Well, actually, I'm going to reference a poem real quick. Shel Silverstein, where the sidewalk ends. Have you ever read that book? Uh, I don't know. I haven't. I know who Shel Silverstein is. So. Yeah, I got. Hold on one second. I got it on my book. Yeah, go grab it. So I just want to give out Shel Silverstein. It's like a children's book, but like it was rhyming. So I always loved rhyming. Then I heard Eminem and it was like rhyming on steroids. And I was like, oh, this is like next level poetry. I was rapping since I was in like seventh grade. And then I would say like Jedi mind tricks and atmosphere at a certain point. So I would say like the three of those poetry, Eminem, just cause he was so fast and stuff. And then yeah, like Jedi mind tricks and atmosphere. Nice. Um, so back to the politics, cause obviously your, your main thing was like, you know, you basically had these two sides to you essentially, right? You have the, like the, the political analyst, like for the most part, like news analysts or whatever. And then, and you're obviously like, you know, a conservative, you have the hip hop stuff. So you, you were always interested in politics. Like, was there something, cause it's, it seems like generally those two worlds do not ever uh, come together for the most part. Like, was there yeah, a, think, an incident? Well, even like Eminem back in the day, he would rap, he'd be like, screw you, George Bush, you know? And, and like uh Jedi mind tricks would rap about the Vietnam war and how that was a lie. So, Joe, like I like Joe Rogan, people like Alex Jones, for whatever reason, that's just, I was, I felt like big pharma. I always knew they were kind of like scamming everybody. Cause when I was a kid, they're trying to get me to take pills all the time, you know, like, Oh, take Adderall. Your kid's like stupid. And my, my mom luckily was like, nah, he doesn't need that. But I guess I always felt like I had a message. I never, I didn't have a lot of money growing up. Like my family wasn't super rich. So I hear all these rappers like, you know, we got all this money and I, I, that never related to me. I'm like, why are you rapping about chains that I can't afford? Why would I want to? So yeah. I always liked underground rap and 
I guess just certain documentaries and stuff. That was more my inspiration was like, I got to say some real stuff. I got to be like uh, a real rapper, not just like talking about myself and money and stuff. So that, right. that, just like, that was not my just angle. Like, not like the showing off and stuff. Just right. Cool. Um, and so I, I'm actually fairly interested because you're one of like the few people, especially on Twitter, who kind of like you're obviously like a conservative guy, but like you really like give it to your party. Like you are not like pulling punches here at all (laughs) (laughs) like which i think is pretty safe to say right like you're you're not particularly pumped with what's what's going on um and you were you like you did like trump you're not you're not a trump guy anymore safe to say like who 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 do you like anyone or are you just like they're all shit i mean i like thomas massey he's a congressman from kentucky and i like him Because during the lockdown, they were printing, you know, Trump. And this is why I don't like conservatives that much. You know, they act like they campaign like they're libertarians. Right. We're going to lower the deficit. We're going to stop printing money. And then they print more money than Obama. But then if I say it, I'm the bad guy. So anyway, Trump's printing trillions of dollars under the name of COVID. And Thomas Massey was the only congressman. He stood up and was like, what are you doing? This is going to lead to inflation and all this. And Trump basically told him to shut up and called him a third rate Republican. He tweeted, he was like, (laughs) Miss Massey's a third rate re- Republican. <laughs> Get him out of the party. So I respect him because when you know the everything was crumbling, he was the only one that had like the common sense to say that. Yeah, it was just wrong. be like, hey, this is like how this is shaken out every time in history. Like if you just press, like you know, go on the uh, printer, that's kind of like what happens. Um, right. What do you think about RFK? I like his uh, I like his big pharma stuff, and he was a big inspiration as far as explaining how it works. Because some of these like quote unquote conspiracy theorists, you say like, oh, they'll they'll just like say the craziest stuff, and like some people believe it, but you can't get it to the average person. They're like, I don't want to hear that it's a bioweapon or whatever. Like, but RFK explains it perfectly. He says like, you know, uh, Reagan passed something called the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act, and it's a it's a bill that passed that says that now if it's on the childhood schedule. Uh, there's a liability shield where big pharma doesn't have to pay. And then they pass something like the prep act. I consider him like very educational. So I like that. Um, you know, vote wise, I'm not sure, but I'm really glad he's running. Cause I think that uh, Biden needs to be challenged from the left. And I think that Trump needs to be challenged also. I don't like this idea that they're, you know, those two running again with nobody else in the election. Yeah, sounds it, it literally seems like uh, I said this to uh, Dave Smith or whatever, because like everybody's like, oh, you know, this, they shit on like something like China. And they're like, yeah, they only have one party. And you're like, yeah, we have one more party. Like, it's like we're not like <laughs> it's not like the craziest thing is like, yeah, we have one more. I mean, granted, it is a second option, but you're like, it's one more. Right. But it's like, yeah, the, big- the options are like so, I guess, limited. Think about like 20, 2008 or 2012. It was like McCain and Obama and Romney and Obama. And yeah. now you look at Rom- like the difference between that is very low. And uh, the progressive guy, Jimmy Dore, he always says that Romney helped architect Obamacare. So, it's you know, it's like <laughs> we, we have a uniparty for sure. Yeah. And, and probably like because you uh, we're going to get to it in a little bit. Some some uh, predictions you've made in the past. But like you uh, do you see any like you know, way out of this really, or, or is it, we just had getting get four more years of Biden. Well, yeah, I'll say on a, on a optimistic side, like what you've been able to do, what Ryan's been able to do, this is a great country, right? If you come oh, here, whether you're from here or not, you can make it if you work hard, if you're funny enough, if you, if you try and succeed. So at the end of the day, I think everyone's responsible for their own life. And I love America. Like I've been able to 
challenge the media and I couldn't do that in China or Russia. They'd probably arrest me. So, you know, oh, as much sure. as I, talk I mean, shit, I have I, the guy I have next week actually like literally had to flee Russia because, uh, he just like wanted to start a libertarian, like Institute, like or party or whatever. And like, they just were like, yeah, you gotta, they arrested <laughs> all his friends and shit. And like, he's just like, yeah, I gotta go. So, yeah. um, go ahead. Yeah. So on a personal scale, I think that's the answer. I think politically people need to just pay attention where they, they do it like good cop, bad cop. Like even with Operation Warp Speed, I'm not going to get too much into it, but it's like Trump is like good cop, Biden's bad cop, but they do the same things. It's just like he does this, he does this. And then you point to him. I try to use the analogy of like for conservatives, Republicans punch you in the head and then Democrats punch you in the head harder. And then Republicans act like they never did it. And people forget that it even happened. So, you know, I'm not pessimistic per se, but I think that people need to stop treating politics like a sports game and they have to more be objective about it, even if they like somebody or like, you know, the left hated Trump so much. It, it didn't matter what he did. They just do the opposite. And then people love Trump so much. It doesn't matter what he does. They'll make an excuse for it. So we're stuck in this like Marvel, like WWE show where people don't have real stances they just kind of emotionally support one yeah. party or one candidate and trump has a strong like emotional like a really strong emotional response like you said like especially from people who liked him like because you're pretty vocal like with the, obviously the vaccine stuff because he he's very much like it was he's trying to i guess distance him, himself a little bit from it even though he's like calling it his vaccine right yeah if you don't mind i don't want to like uh ramble too much but no no, the no, reason, no. Dude, go, yeah. go ahead I'm not anti-pharma, like like everything they do is bad. But the truth is people want to act like on the conservative side that Trump is like an innocent victim and like he has no part of it. And it was just Fauci. When Trump got into office, RFK actually talked about this and I made a video about it. Trump believed in like he, he, he cared about side effects and he was skeptical. So he actually asked RFK to make a vaccine safety commission and he was going to look into it. But then Trump took a million dollars from Pfizer and he took over a hundred million dollars from corporations. So on the campaign trail, you know, we all thought, oh, Trump isn't taking their money. That's what makes them not a sellout. But he actually lied. He did take their money. And then for HHS, which is above Fauci, it's uh, Health and Human Services, I believe. Yeah. He hired a pharmacy lobbyist and executive from Eli Lilly to run that department. And for FDA, he hired a Pfizer guy who ran off to Pfizer. So a lot of this stuff that happened, yes, Biden was the one who mandated it. But Trump, from top to bottom, kind of hired the swamp, allowed them to do stuff. And then it becomes this left wing versus right wing game where nobody can think anymore. So I just try to you know, do analysis and reporting. Like I'm not like a cheerleader, you know, that's not, yeah. there's another, most there's conservatives those, are, yeah. they're, they're grifters, dude. They'll sell, they'll sell made in China, Trump hats to, you know, grandmas and like whatever they got to do to just make money. Hey, we all got to make money, but you know, someone has to try to be honest. I think. Yeah. And I mean, it's like, you know, you, you're much more valuable as like an analyst, if you can be objective, obviously same with, with any sort of like media, but you know, for the most part, a lot of them aren't like I was one of the craziest things I never realized until really listening to RFK talk about how like there's, um, you know, most most of the media is, is like with all the advertising on uh, like farm advertising on TV, like how they're so beholden to them. And like because I, I don't I've never thankfully had to use healthcare in this country. But the idea that you can go like really ask for certain drugs, like it's it's almost pointless that they advertise drugs on TV other than the fact that they can just tell them, be like, hey, this is what you are allowed to speak about or not allowed to speak about. 
I think there's two countries in the world, America and New Zealand, where you can sell pharma doctor prescribed because in other countries you can sell pharma pills over the counter, but not ones that only doctors can give you. That's why yeah. every pill is a pharmacy commercial. And, uh, you know, they're always listing all the side effects and it's just kind of gross to listen to. Like every commercial is that, that, that. This country is overrun um, by big pharma. So I, I see it as a big issue. Uh, there's some good pills. There's some yeah, good for medicine. Sure. But like, obviously, yeah. yeah, like obviously there's some good ones. It's more like the influence that they have because people would still get those pills like if, you know, there weren't running ads. Like, you know, I, I'm from Canada. Right. Like I live in Canada. Like if I needed some medication, I didn't go ask my doctor if I need. I go, he would like, you know, check me out. And he goes, this is what you need. And he would give it to me. Right. And I would take his word that that was the one to take, I guess, you know. Right. My but neighbor's like, from... Okay. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was gonna say my neighbor's from India and he was telling me that uh, a medicine that is like $800 here, he goes and calls home and he says, how much is that in India? They say $8. And oh, it's the same, sure. it's the same thing. Oh, it's, I mean, it's, that stuff is crazy. Like I have, um, I have like, just for when I like work out sometimes I like, or I have allergies, like I have like an inhaler or whatever. And it's like five times the price here. Right. You know, and like there is that whole thing where people are like, oh, they would go to Canada to get medication. You're just like, what is the real explanation for why that is? And that's why I report on the Trump stuff, because this revolving door with big pharma. I mean, RFK is really the only one bringing it to light, which is I'm grateful he's running to tell this story. But whether it was Obama or Trump or Biden, it's all the same. And the reason it never changes is because they bounce people back like ping pong balls. People say to me, oh, you just hate Trump. And I'm like. I don't, it's like well, the left calls you like a bigot or something. If you think like what, you know, it's the yeah. people have these names, but I, I just, these things don't change. And the reason they don't change is because it's a two party system where people don't realize that even the politicians they like don't care that much. I think people have this inflated idea of how much Trump cares about them or like oh, Biden must really care about me because I hate Trump. It's like, bro, Biden can't even stay awake. He doesn't, he's <laughs> yeah. not thinking about you. For sure. Yeah. And there is some element too where like as much as everybody's like, oh, you guys are on different sides. They're kind of on the same team. Like of just like you, I guess you call it uniparty or whatever, but you're like, they're just in the government, like the whole stuff where they're all, you know, trading stocks and making tons of money on like inside information. Like they're just there to kind of, you know, make some money, maybe make some change. But generally, most of them are not not trying to do like shake the boat too much, you know, for sure. And uh, with Trump, I mean, obviously, the Democrats are sold out and they don't care. But w with Trump, it's funny because he calls Chris Christie fat all the time and says he like eats too much or whatever. Yeah. But he said that in 2016. And then he had this interview with Hannity recently where Hannity's like, why did you pick F the FBI director, Christopher Ray, who, who was a bad choice? And Trump goes, listen, he's like, I'm an honorable guy. He's like, the Democrats liked him. Chris Christie told me to pick him and I take Chris Christie's advice. There's nothing wrong with that. So I, I see it as like a WWE show. He'll be like, you're fat, you're disgusting. And then the cameras <laughs> turn off and he's like, Hey, fatty, come here. Tell me how to run the government. Right, I don't right, really know. Right, sure. like, like, I mean, he does. I will. I always thought that of Trump where it's like he gets the element of that. This is like a theatrical thing, you know, like you want you want everybody taught. Like, remember when like when he was president, the amount of bandwidth required like that he just took up. It was insane. Like to think about now, like, you know, if you go on any website or whatever, there might be one thing about Biden. Wasn't just all right. wasn't his. It's not Biden's face on every website every day. And it was like literally Trump's face for, you know, whatever. Um, we're gonna we're gonna open the phone lines in a bit. I I got a few uh, more things though. So you're not not a fan of Vivek? What do you think? 
I, I, no. I keep seeing like polling stuff and they're like, he has a shot. And I'm like, I, I so part of me thinks I'm like, does he really, it seems like maybe an Andrew Yang, like 2.0, but right kind of on the, on the right. But I, I can't really get a, a good grip on it. I've invited him on to have a conversation or debate, but I don't trust him because I, I guess like the vibe when I heard him, I'm like, he sounds like he's saying all these things I agree with, but I don't, I'm not buying it. And then I kind of looked into his past and it's like a year ago, two years ago, um, he's tweeting out George Soros op-eds and now he's like the most conservative libertarian person I've ever seen. So I'm just looking at his trajectory and everybody changes, everybody learns, but I, I see him as almost like an opportunist. And um, I find it interesting that Trump is so happy that he's surging in polls. I almost feel like he's just kind of there to get people away for DeSantis and then he's going to lobby for some sort of like cabinet position for trump or something for but something yeah I, yeah i just don't he's a smart guy but i don't trust him yeah do you think desantis has a decent shot i was just checking the betting uh like odds or whatever just before we came on just to see and it's it's basically right now is is, is trump is like a huge favorite to be the candidate but so is biden which seems so crazy that we're just right. going literally just trump biden again i guess it's kind of like almost ufc style where they it's just like a rematch you know like a, like a literal, like they four years off rematch. I think DeSantis, it's going to be tough because I, he was really polling next to Trump. And once the Democrats arrested Trump with the like New York thing, Trump went surging in the polls. So it was actually, in my opinion, I don't know if they purposely did this. Everyone's like, oh, they didn't know they did it. I think they think that Biden will have an easier chance beating Trump than DeSantis. So, you know, combine with that and Trump came out swinging at DeSantis and Trump is such a hard, like people love him. He's like charismatic and DeSantis hasn't been able to figure out how to counter that. So right now Trump's the favorite, but I, I think, I think that it could be closer, but uh, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll I mean, see. There's still seven months. Yeah. Still. Is, is that what it is until when are the actual uh, primaries? Like were they, it, I think six or seven months they start. Yeah. Damn. There's and always, I, there's I, always I, action in this country. That's the thing coming from Canada, like Canada politics is just like kind of boring. They like do a thing here and there. It's not timed like it is here. Like everything is like perfectly timed. Like whereas in Canada, they're like, Oh, we're calling an election. So you kind of never know. Right. I want to respond just to a comment I saw. Cause they yeah. said that DeSantis is like another George Bush. This is the funny thing about Trump is he's so likable that if he does the same things that DeSantis do, people don't hold it against him. Like for example, Trump hired over 30 Bush people, right? But it, it doesn't matter when he does it. It only matters if DeSantis does it. There's like a massive double standard on the right. Like people will say that, uh, you know, DeSantis is a Soros plan or whatever, but Trump took over a hundred million dollar loan from Soros. It's just like, you know, I'm just saying if that's your yeah. reasoning, then you also have to scrutinize your side, but that's how they get away with it. And I think someone like Obama, he was so smooth that people didn't realize until like seven years in and they're like, wait, are we in seven wars right now? <laughs> <'Cause> he's <laughs> he's yeah. so likable and so oh, smooth. Right? He's, yeah. he, he, he had a lot of people under his spell. I mean, myself included, like from, from Canada, everybody's like, this guy's the, the greatest, you know? And they always put up some like super just stuffy old guy up against him too. So you're like, I don't, can't see how he's going to lose. But yeah, the, the charisma of Trump, it, it is interesting too because Trump, there were there was like when he he kind of disappeared after he got like kicked off of Twitter, and stuff and all the social media he kind of like took a little break and they started to resurface and he he was looking and like feeling older a bit in his like first little things back but like now he seems actually like youthful again not youthful but like not to the degree like to the degree that when he was the president but he had this like weird I don't know if he's on some 
some some uh, I don't know TRT or something. Again, he's they say super he's, yoked. They say he's all natural, but when you're competing against Biden, I mean, you know, DeSantis is pretty like basic. He's not like super exciting. People like Mitt Romney, I don't know if you saw the video, but he was eating a hot dog and he had like a hot dog hat on and he's like, it's National Hot Dog Day. And he's like, <laughs> hot dog is my favorite meat. And I'm like, dude, is this guy even he's a real a, person? He said hot dog is my favorite meat. Yeah, he says my favorite meat. <laughs> that's uh, that's wild. Well, I, I, it's going to make for good uh, podcasts and stuff. For, that's the one thing with the election cycle is just it, it is timed so well with that stuff. So what do you think? Have you heard... Um, this this is kind of the conspiracy theory here uh it is is that Michelle Obama is actually going to run next year I've that per- she's going to be the replacement not uh Kamala I've heard that but my thing is because of the internet and how much scrutiny Michelle gets you know there's a lot of theories about her I just don't think that she wants to step into the spotlight I think if anyone, they're going to bring Gavin Newsom. It looks like they're kind of that, grooming yeah, him that, for it. Yeah, that seems like most. And what, what do you think the like basis for Biden stepping down? Like he's just going to be like, I want to go spend more time with my family. I just think he's so old and bad. Where personally, I I think that they're the Democrats are pur- purposely elevating Trump like they did last time because they think he's easier to beat. Where. Just this is just my take. Obviously, nothing's provable. I think DeSantis would have a really easy time beating Biden. And I think Trump and Biden's like a coin flip. And I think if they replaced Biden with DeSant- with a uh, Newsom and it was Newsom versus Trump, I think Newsom wins by a lot because it's this idea, too, of like, oh, I'm different. You know what I'm saying? Like Biden, yeah. he's old. I'm the new guy. Like I'll fix the economy. And it it's like the psychology of like, oh, things are bad, but I'm not the same old, same old. I think Biden's a super weak candidate. And, uh, you know, I, although I don't like Gavin Newsom, I think he's a little slipperier and knows how to message to young people and like hand sure. out vaccines and abortions or whatever they're doing. <laughs> I mean, that's been like a big issue in America for a while that everybody complains about where they're like, Can we just like not get two 80 year olds running against each other. So just being the youthful candidate, I, I feel is like could be honestly like just a win just based on that alone where people that's kind of a bit how Justin Trudeau won, to be honest, in, in Canada the first time around was that it was just there was this older conservative. It wasn't older, but this conservative dude who was in power for like 10 years. And then Justin Trudeau was just like the young new guy, you know? Right. He feels like he's been there forever. Like He has. He's been, been there like- since 2015. He's, yeah, that's yeah. insane. And he, he, I guess uh, I'm not there, so I, I you know, I, I follow the news, Canadian news from like a distance. But I guess he just keeps making these deals to keep himself kind of in power. But it, it's like a different system there, so he he doesn't have any sort of majority. But he still just gets to be the prime minister. But now he's getting to the point where he's going in front of what's supposed to be kind of like his people, like certain events, and they're booing him and shit. So. Right. Yeah. He was even unpopular the last election. I watched the debates and the conservative sounded like a liberal kind of like he sounded like a liberal. There was the guy with the turban who was like the Bernie type guy. Yeah. And then there was like Maxime Bernier, who was like, you're all globalists. And I was like, oh, that guy's kind of lit. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, like, I like that guy, but no one voted for him, though. He got Literally, like 5% or something. Oh, even less. I think I remember yeah. when Maxime Bernier, I go like, you know what? I think he's seems like he might get some. And then it's just nobody really. Nobody came out for him. Um, yeah. All right. I'm going to open up the the, the phone lines uh, if anybody wants to call in. The phone lines are uh, 
now open. Oops, hold on. Oh, I got the wrong thing here. Hold on, I'm screwing up here. Give me a second. Uh, all right. Yeah, uh, 1-888-949-2969 if you'd like to call in. Chat with Anomaly. Any questions? So before we, uh, before anybody calls in here, you, you're in uh, California? Yes. Correct. How are, so this is this Newsome stuff is pretty pretty close to home what uh are you gonna stay there you have thoughts of leaving thoughts of yeah we'll see because my family's on the other coast i live in orange county so it's a conservative county and it's but the state rules are a little rough the the truth is though as much as like i'm not trying to diss anybody like people talk about texas and florida it really depends where you are you know what yeah. I'm saying? if you're in austin austin you might as well be in a liberal area even if you're in texas so I think the country is the problems are kind of everywhere. So the taxes here suck. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm talking to someone in, in Florida. Like I'm, I might end up there, but I don't know. Yeah. But you like you, how long have you lived in California for? 10 years. I ended up in LA off of like a rap deal. Actually, someone flew me out, recorded my album and said I could live there. It was like a little uh, management thing. So I just ended up there with no car and I just stayed there for seven years. And then I moved because I was like, either I got to get out of LA or, get out of the state so yeah yeah okay we got our call just give me uh, one second hello thanks for calling low value mail who am i speaking with hi this is fran how are you danny hi Good. anomaly how are you fran, no fran one sec all right fran you are on with anomaly go ahead okay great i have a two-tiered question please don't answer immediately danny as a canadian i want you to think about this how many provinces and territories are there in canada and anomaly how many states <laughs> and territories are in america there's a quiz it's a quiz show i'm so bad with geography i want to say 13. it's kind of a trivia quiz i'm gonna lighten up the mood from politics i just um, think uh, i want to i want to say th- 13 is it 13 provinces with with territories? nailed it one one point for danny polish chuck okay uh, so anomaly to you so there is how many states and how many territories 51 states or 50 states 51 states. No, 50. Incorrect. It is 50. It's okay. 50, yeah. so but how many territories? But there's like Danny, all the weird. I love that. There's all the weird territories, though. In, in, uh, now, that was the thing Guam I never. And whatever. Anyway, now it's, I can it's never, easier for me. I apologize. Now I can never run for president because that's going to be my embarrassing clip, <laughs> you know, that they play. Because you. You've, like, I yeah, was, nailed you. Okay. Yeah. Nailed you. All right. How many, we'll, pro- okay, how many so, territories? Uh, my second like, question, if okay. I do have time. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So, anomaly. Yeah. I was asking um, earlier, what do you think of Tim Pool's music? Do you, as a, like a musician and an artist as your, yourself, like a hip-hop artist, have you heard Tim Pool's new music? I know a lot of people in the chat hate Tim Pool, but I went for a $10 super chat, and not a lot of people uh, kind of li- they didn't like it. To be honest, I'm not a fan of Tim, but uh, I heard one of his songs, not his new song. I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was better than I thought it would be, so I'm not, I'm not mad at it. Okay, so my third question is for Danny, actually. Yeah. Um, and by the way, Anomaly, you're awesome. I just listened to your music, and it is great. I think it's fantastic. But Danny, yeah, you're. you're I don't have an al- I don't have a music comedian. album coming out. Sorry, dude. Oh, geez. Well, that was. I could play a decent guitar. That's unfortunate. Though, but... But... Yeah. Well, okay, great. So um, I'll just segue, and I'll thank you for having <laughs> me on the show. I appreciate your show, Low Value Mail. But appreciate Danny, Paulus, Chuck. Yes. When do you come back? When are you coming back to Toronto, Ontario? 
I will be actually August 11th and 12th. I'm going to be in Burlington, Ontario, which is not that far away. Get out. Uh, at Yuck Yucks. Yeah, I'm going to be uh, doing Yuck Yucks. I'm going home to visit my family who are in Burlington. And uh, I'm going to be there. To, to, there's, uh, you can go on their website and get tickets if you want to check out our show. Come say what's up. Uh, hey, thanks for taking my call. And I uh, I just want to get that off my chest. But, you know, I'd love to stay and talk with you. But that that's all my time. Thanks. <laughs> all right. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. That guy's got great opinions, man. He's yeah, got dude. good musical taste. No, <laughs> dude, I'm so they were stupid. questions, I... not opinions. Bye. Oh, yeah, later. No, uh, no. I was saying about you liking my music. I'm. I like was jumbling. Like I'm. Like I know Puerto Rico's a territory. I know well, they have I... like islands and stuff. And then I gave like a both answer, and I'm not. You know, yeah, now yeah, they yeah. they got me, dude. They got no, you, dude. Well, no, because he, he kind of was like 51 he, states. He was like including territories because I never really got the whole territory thing because like so hawaii is the most is the newest state right or like hawaiian Alaska. it's a state yeah and those are states but then right. they have all these other like they have puerto rico puerto rico's not a state virgin islands but like right, those but like if you're go to those places those places are you use u.s dollars but like those people like they can't just move to the continental united states like they're not american citizens right not sure how that works. I know they can't vote. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying, know? right? So yeah. they're just uh, like essentially, what is this? Like the U.S. essentially says we're going to take care of you kind of thing. And Yeah, uh, they own they own it. Even in Hawaii, I mean, it's a state now, but there is a gov- there is like a Hawaiian government. Because there was like a king, king or something, right? Yeah, Kingdom yeah, yeah. of Hawaii. And apparently they never really gave up their state. So they, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't give that and, place up either. Have you ever been there? The, yeah, the, it's amazing. But the U.S. just kind of is like mine now. And then yeah. they decide whether it's a state or not. They are trying to make Puerto Rico a state. The Democrats are. And Republicans don't want them to because I think Puerto Rico votes right. Democrats. They, they, so vote, I, you know. they vote the wrong way. And then. Um, <laughs> all right, cool. I have a, you, you were saying you like you're into some uh, conspiracy, uh, conspiracy stuff. What kind, what kind of stuff are you into, though? Like maybe people don't know as much about because you don't really talk about the conspiracies so much. You're more like current events. I try to be accurate because once you get to a certain level, the media tries to make you look insane and smear you and call you everything. So I try to be as factual as I can, but I have my, you know, everything. I'm not like a, all right, hold, yeah, all right, have, hold, you know what? Hold, hold on to that idea. We'll get to it. We got another uh, call here. Hold on a sec. Hello. Hey, Hey, Bird. what's up? One second, please. While we, uh, patch you through. All right. You're on with anomaly. Go ahead. Hey, 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 Anomaly. Uh, it's uh, really actually great talking with you. Or, you know, I've been following you since early pandemic, caught you on Facebook um, Watch, and I've been following you since then. And um, I remember actually the first video was uh, was um, a Musk versus Musk versus uh, Bill Gates about um, depopulation or, you know, if we should have children you know, their opinions. Anyways, but what I want to talk with you about or just ask you is, so then you kind of had that series with the communist author that was, you know, he, he had done a black and white, like an old, an old video, just basically warning of how communism would infiltrate into America. And he had written the book. And I remember you were, you had made a few videos about it and you had actually read the book. And, um, you know, James Lindsay is kind of going down that same path of, you know, the, uh, the cultural communism we're in. Uh, so I wanted to hear your thoughts of how, how that's evolved for you right now. 
Yeah, well, thanks for watching. I appreciate you. Uh, that guy, his name is G. Edward Griffin. It's like probably my favorite person I've ever talked to. He's 90 years old. He wrote the Federal Reserve book, The Creature is on Jekyll Island or something along that. And he also was the one who interviewed Yuri Bezmenov. That made, oh, he's that the one who interview. in that interview, he's the yeah. interviewer? No way. He's the interviewer and he got he was independent. He got all the lights himself. He got the camera himself. He just found him on like a Senate or Congress hearing. G. Edward's amazing. So yeah, I mean, you know, I definitely try to read and study a little bit. And I, I guess I don't I don't really know what exactly your question is. Is it about him or just well, like what I think about communism? Well, yeah, just, you know, basically the warnings that he, he'd been given in, in the book that uh, you were uh, talking about and that he had um, been quoting during his his uh, his warning video. Oh, and right. it's basically what you think where we are right now um i mean in canada <laughs> i don't know danny might agree with me it just feels like we're communist light you know the global is the first global you know yeah you know, I, I mean i can tell you yeah i can tell you my parents are both from communist russia and like in the last maybe four or five years they're like this is like the closest it's ever been to literally like the country that they left they're like this is it's the closest it's not like they're there but they're like it's definitely inching in the wrong direction and all their friends who are like also escape russia are all like the same they're like they, they kind of all say a similar thing yeah and the book you're talking about now i know what you're talking about it's a it's called color communism and common sense by manning johnson it's a really good book and it's thin for those who don't like to read thick books like me um the guy his name is manning johnson he was a black communist in the 1900s but then he he's also a christian and he realized that they were scamming black people and using them and that's what g edward was referencing and it's a very eye-opening book and uh, i think g edward made it in 1969 the books from like the 20s or 30s and it's so similar to what's going on. He said that they were infiltrating black churches and basically saying anybody who disagrees with communism, they call them Ku Kluxers or fascists or Uncle Toms. And like the parallels were crazy. And I think a few things are true. It shows that some things seem new, but cycles happen all the time and they've been doing this. But I think that um, it's just further down the line for sure. So I, you know, I, this is why I rail against the Republican Party so much is because if they control the opposition, then you know you're kind of screwed and i want to reference a book real quick i don't know if i have it here but it's really fascinating it's called the new lies for the old uh, and it's from the 1900s and this guy escaped communism and he said it sounds exactly like QAnon. he said during communist uh, the bolshevik era that they said it was called operation trust and they told all the conservatives and the patriots to just trust the plan because there were secretly mm. generals behind the scenes kind of oh, really? doing the work yeah it's literally word oh, for shit. word what the q people and the Trump people believe they're like, no, you don't understand anomaly. You can't see it. It's like communists have used that as controlled opposition, because if you can convince 50 million people that would normally say like, no, don't do that. Oh, do do that. Because like, there must be a general that I can't see that's fixing it. It's the same thing. So that I think that's why I'm so passionate about like, we get it. The left sucks, but just like in Canada, I mean, I listen to the conservative. He might be better than the liberal, but to me, he, he sounds very liberal. You know, like he sounds oh, very I mean, left -wing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like for Canada, he's very conservative. And for a lot of other countries, you're like, that's pretty like yeah, middle, there's barely middle any pushback. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, all right. Thanks, caller. Thanks. Take care. Thank you. Um, yeah. Yeah. Canada is, uh, I'm looking forward to, I like going back there, but it's, it is a weird one. But yeah, a lot of like my, like a lot of like the forced, 
diversity stuff is like my like my mom she would always say like when when that stuff was happening and she's like yeah this is so similar to how it was where like you know you got to check all these boxes in order to do any of this shit um all right, right. we got another we got another caller here oh shit phone lines are blowing up here uh, hello thanks for calling low value mail hey one second while we uh patch you through one moment please and you are on with anomaly go ahead How's it going there? Eric calling from Arizona. How's it going there? Nice to meet you. Yeah, go ahead. I'm uh, calling because I believe Anomaly can really uh, bridge the gap on how we're not more divided. I mean, we're closer than divided. And I was wondering if he can maybe explain how Flat Earth is the end and, end and all be all of conspiracies. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll start yeah, with ahead. the we're not as divided as we were. There's a funny Shane Gillis joke in his last thing where he's like, we had a civil war. He, you know, he's like, I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. divided. Then it's a great yeah, joke. Yeah. Yeah, when it comes to flat earth, I mean, I, I see it from both sides. Some people they'll say, I don't want to look into it because it doesn't matter whether it's flat or not. But I think if you come to the conclusion that it is a dome and it is flat, then the deception is obvious, you know, like. One of the things I remember, I watched a Stefan Molyneux debate on it. And the only point he could really muster, which was kind of eye-opening to me, is he said, like, how could every government lie in unison? Like, one of them would have to step out. And then during COVID, you saw almost every country, except for, like, Lukashenko of Belarus, he was drinking vodka playing. He's like, <laughs> F this. But every country did the same thing in unison, and we acted like communist China. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I guess... A... And then... I, or, go okay. ahead, go ahead, caller. And then the thing we say... The thing we always say is, well, how can they all be in cahoots? They all have to be in, in order. That's what my dad always says. They all have to be in order or in in cahoots. It's like, yeah, they are. It's a, a small group of people that. Yeah. They cut you out, bro. Yeah, the, I don't know. The, glo- no, oh, the no, Globers. No. The Globers. The Globers. The Globers. I, I had Flat Earth Dave on my show. I don't know if you know who that guy is. Dave Weiss. Yeah, and, I enjoyed uh, that. Yeah, he came on the show and he's he's like a big flat earth guy. He and he calls glo like he literally calls people who believe it's my favorite. Yeah, Globers? Thing. No, he calls them globalists. I'm like, that I, is that's very divisive, <laughs> but funny. I would say, I mean, I think that I think the flat earth community knows that anomaly doesn't doesn't look at them like they're dumb. You know, I, I always say I haven't fully, yep. fully looked into it, but you know, I'm not I call it the dome. It's like, you know, the Truman show. I I drop lyrics in my stuff a lot. Oh, the best. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's the just best like, truth is in plain sight. You know, at this point, I've been lied about so much and I haven't like I haven't studied the flight patterns and I haven't gotten into all of it. But um, this idea that like we're spinning so fast and like we, we can't go back to the moon like they, they've I'm not like a super NASA like fanatic. You notice. Do you notice like everybody wears NASA clothes now? Like, yeah, you go out in public super. Day, and I actually saw yeah, a photo of it was like because i thought that was actually a newer thing but like they there was like i saw a photo of something from like the 90s or something and like someone was wearing a nasa shirt too but yeah they're like somehow they've like branded themselves as like cool clothing when they don't really for all intents and purposes do that much yep all the science (laughs) one thing i want to leave this conversation on with you is owen benjamin owen benjamin always said um that oh fuck i'm I'm losing my train of thought. Uh, damn it. <laughs> Sorry. It's all good. 
It's all good. You got it? No? You can call back. No, I'm sorry. Call back when you Have remember. a great day. All right. only you're the truth, and I appreciate you for not uh, dogging on people and always seeking the truth and listening. Thank you, Eric. I like you better than Neil deGrasse Tyson, so don't worry. You, you already know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Later, All Eric. the science, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. Yes. All right. Appreciate you, my man. That was Eric. Um, I got actually a question from, from the chat. It says, hey, Danny, are, are Anomalies God Bless Hats still made in America, and what's the company name? They are made in America. They've never yeah. not been made in America. So you if you buy one, it has the name. It has the name on the tag. But people always try to like ask me and stuff. They're kind of hard to get. So I'm not trying to give away my source completely. But oh, okay. they're, they're made in the US. Oh, that's not your merch. No, it is my merch. But it, you gotta you gotta bulk buy the hats. You know. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and with a lot of the colors, like I don't sell black hats anymore because they don't have black hats. They they stop making them in America. There's like no thread and the only brands I, I don't buy, I don't buy cheap stuff. And if it's whack, I don't get it. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, like that's my source. You buy it. It'll, it'll show you the name in there. So I don't, I'm just not trying to publicly yeah, you yeah. Know, have people right. cop, cop the gear, cop the gear. <laughs> All right. We got another call. One sec, please. Hello. Hey, one second, please. While I patch you through and you're on with anomaly. Go ahead. Hey, anomaly. How's it going? How are you? Good. So when Donald Trump left office, his approval rating was lower than George W. Bush. And rightfully so. I mean, the man was, you know, uh, the swamp. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, Warp speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, people didn't like that. And now all the cult MAGA people are, are you know, yeah, Trump, Trump. And you and I'm looking on Twitter and whatever. And it's like, hello? Is there an anomaly has the brains? To call these people out, and it's so refreshing to see Thank these, re- excuse me, retarded people. <laughs> Trump is the only thing fighting. Uh, uh, sorry, sir. Uh, oh, maybe you, you, you're anti. You got the vaccine, or are you autistic, sir? You know. So it's really refreshing anomaly. And yeah, just keep doing. Don't let these retarded cult people be like anomaly. You're triggering me. Uh, yeah, you're triggering me. You retard. <laughs> all right that's a gratuitous use even for my taste um all right thanks caller appreciate it man thanks man i appreciate it it keeps keeps me motivated i mean that. i will say you are a, a, a rare in that uh in that regard where because there are like a lot of people who kind of won't because you you do must you must draw a lot of like shit from people who probably followed you maybe when you were into Trump and you liked him and then, you know, you kind of, and they're just like, it's hard for some people to comprehend that you maybe like, you know, change your mind, especially on someone like him. I think, I think he changed too. And one of the things is a lot of these influencers, like what is a sellout, right? A sellout is someone that does what they don't believe and pushes something they know is wrong for money. And a lot of the Republican influencers are exactly that. Like, you know, I'm not going to name names, but people, if you follow enough right wing Twitter, you know, there's someone right now that loves Trump that goes on jet like jets and and uh, like helicopters with Trump and sells Trump stuff and makes money off of Trump who's saying, oh, we can't trust Vivek because he sold the vaccine too much. It's like, bro, Trump calls himself the father of the vaccine. If you believe that about Vivek, you got to believe it about Trump. So yeah. these people are not stupid. They're just textbook definition sellout where they they understand who butters their bread. And to Trump's credit, he's kind of like a mob boss with his marketing where if you don't endorse him, if you don't do what he says, he'll embarrass you. So, you know, he's going after Sarah Huckabee Sanders for just not endorsing anyone. She didn't even say anything, but he's like, how dare you not lick my shoes right now? And 
I think yeah. a lot of influencers, they know that it's just safer to, to do like bottom of the barrel analysis on the stuff. But at the end of the day, I don't hate Trump. I, 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 I voted for him. I, I like some aspects of him, but you know, our downfall will be the idol worship and the lack of, uh, journalism with them i think it's it's like a false wwe paradigm the left and the right they just like fight with each other and then we i was joking about it before we went on it's like the right will post like dylan mulvaney they're like look at look at the sexual dylan mulvaney like why are you posting it so much like barbie <laughs> sucks barbie it's like I, I gotta get a barbie sex doll to you know for research purposes like it's not research purposes so a lot of the right-wing culture is just uh reacting they make yeah. money off of just promoting the same way you were talking about why the left was just covering Trump all the time. They made a fortune off of Donald yeah. Trump. As soon as Trump got out of office, they lost a lot of money. So I, you know, even with the elevation of him now, the, he might be the only thing that could save CNN would be just talking about him. So there's a big economy around Trump, loving him, hating him, worshiping him. Uh, there's very few people that are willing to just, you know, just tell the truth. And honestly, it's, it's not been, it's not been profitable. It's, it's definitely easier to just like sell merch and, and, and not say this stuff, but I don't really care. I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's so many people on both, like with the Barbie stuff or not even the Barbie thing, but just like tons of stuff where people even don't realize you're like, you're giving like more people are going to go see the movie just because you have to have an opinion about it when you don't need to have an opinion about literally like, but like, and then, you know, it exists on both sides of the aisle. It's not specifically like a right or a left thing, but they really don't get it that every person is like, Oh my God, Barbie. And you're like, you probably are like making more people want to go just the Streisand effect and everything. Like more people want to go watch us now, More people just know about it. Right. Pure, well, they just don't... like awareness. I think they don't care. Like people are overestimating how much these people care. They think just because they call themselves a conservative or whatever, that they must really have values, but it's a cat, you know, it's like a, it's a cash cow. It's like if they get $50,000 at a speaking gig or 30,000 to stand there and, and say something for four, 30 minutes. And they know if they challenge that, that they'll lose that position, you oh. know, they, they don't want to do it. So I think that they just, you know, they, it's easy to like reactor. I always joke about how like Michael Knowles and Ben Shapiro, they go to colleges and they're like, look, I own this 19 year old. It's like, bro, you're like 35. I would, I would hope. You know, <laughs> yeah, this, totally. She's <laughs> probably on Adderall. She hates herself. She's depressed. And you're like, there's only two gender. It's like, I would hope I could be the liberal at 19. I could crush myself at 19 in a debate. Of course. Now, I, you know, yeah, you're like, so you have it's a like high it's... school education. <laughs> um, all right. We got another call. One sec, please. Hello. Hey, Danny. Hey, what's up, man? Just a second while we patch you through. I just think it's somehow do this faster. All right, you're on with Anomaly. Go ahead. Hey, Anomaly. So I uh, just wanted to redirect the conversation back to a question Danny asked earlier about uh, the craziest conspiracy you definitely don't believe in because we don't want you labeled, uh, you know, a conspiracy theorist, but uh, that you've heard other crazy people talking about, I suppose, you know, <laughs> wink, wink, what's... Uh... Yeah, I mean, I, I'm definitely interested in the the moon and the earth, you know, these are two things that are interesting to me, because once I saw Don Pettit say that, you know, we used to have the technology to go back, but now we can't, um, it's, it's very fascinating. I love the movie, The Truman Show, so I think I think that one is super interesting. And I, you know, um, I, I just, and I'm not saying this just as a cop out, 
if I really wanted to know, I'd, I'd spend like a week studying this stuff, looking at the flight patterns. I just haven't put in that time yet, you know? So I like, I don't want to be overly confident about something I'm not yet, but my intuition is leading me to think that, uh, you know, yeah. like where it's like, oh, we're going to Pluto with a diverse staff of, you know, transgendered, you know, Afro Latinas. And I'm like, and then they'll be like, wait, we had to cancel the moon trip because the, 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 the outfits didn't fit them. They literally said with like a group <laughs> really? of women that the, they said that the, the uniforms didn't fit like as if they, didn't oh, cause they were before. designed for a man, man's body. Was that something what it was? like that? I'm going to go, I'm going to look it up while he's talking. Yeah. I but. think, I think it was something like that. If I recall correctly. Um, yeah, I mean, the, NASA the, admits that they Photoshop all their pictures. They, yeah. Here, here's the article. Ready? It says first all female spacewalk canceled because NASA doesn't have suits that fit. So they <laughs> they planned on sending these ships uh, to the moon, but it says it it had been planned as a historic mission, um, but but the suits didn't fit. It's like, do, are, are you just doing leftovers now? Like, you I mean, you their guys budget's get, like, like 10, what, eighty million a day or something? And it's like nobody was in charge of the suits. Right. And you would think it would be like Taylor fit, you know, if you're going to break through the Van Allen radiation belt and go into like crazy, like non-gravity area, don't, I wouldn't want to like, just have a leftover, like thrift shop, Macklemore, you know, leftover yeah. hand me down. Get me one that fits my body perfectly, dude. I'm not trying to evaporate. Yeah. Uh, since, since doing the show, like, the yeah, I, I want to actually have a, like a, someone who's like, a, uh, like, um, no mooner i guess i don't know what do they call them because that's the <laughs> one a no mooner i don't i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't, I don't know what they're called i'm not i'm definitely not a flat earther but uh we had dave on but the moon is the one where i go okay i'm i i can definitely see that not have happened like for sure like you like like if you would have asked me five years ago i'd be like ah whatever they for sure did it now i'm like okay it's definitely not not 100 percent of my books hardly like yeah, that one's it's, interesting to me it, too. It, there's so many reasons why they like would have faked it. Someone and said then, a lunatic, a lunatic, a lunatic. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's there's a lot of things for that. Uh, Gooby, you got anything else? No, that's it. Thanks, Anomaly. Yeah, right. appreciate thanks, you. Thanks, Danny. Thanks, Mike. Goob, everybody. Um, so I want to get into some of your. Uh, you've had some pretty impressive, uh, impressive predictions. Uh, that in, in, the, in the past that I, I didn't even even realize this until I was kind of just preparing for the for the show. So in let, let's do these in order, because I, I'm curious what uh, prompted this. So specifically, this is September of 2019. I don't know which way do the months go. Is, is 2019 month, 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 it's a year. Oh, it's always that's month a first. year. No, no, it's always <laughs> month. No, no, no. I meant no, no, no. Sorry. I mean, because it says nine, eight, nineteen. And sometimes, oh, yeah, yeah. like, you know, sometimes they're flipped and it's because they're like single numbers. Okay. Actually, you know what? There's another caller. We're, we're going to get into this right after. Hello. Thanks for calling low value mail. One moment, please. Hello. Hello. Hey, what's up? And you're on with Anomaly. Go ahead. Hey, how's it going, guys? Feeling good tonight? Good, good. What's uh, James from PA. James, oh, how you doing, question. buddy? Long, been a long time. Yeah, man. I uh, found out I had a whole bunch of problems medically. Got a bunch of iron infusions. Feel better, and uh, glad, to, hear glad to see the show's going on. Thank Still you, going. Thank you. So, what do you uh, want to ask, Anomaly? Uh, what's the kind of topic? I just decided to give a call in. I the didn't top? really know what the. I saw oh. who the guest was, but I didn't know what his. Uh, there's no. We're just talking with Anomaly. We're, he's our guest, and we're. Uh, if you have any questions for him. 
what what uh what topic would he no, there's no there's no topic I, I mean he covers a lot of politics no, <laughs> James, but no there's no topic really we're okay politics talking, we're just chatting um, anomaly, you know he's our guest <laughs> so james used to call in so the i didn't used to have guests on the show i used to have just these like random topics and so i think james actually hasn't really i don't know if you've caught in the more recent episodes but we don't really have topics anymore no, it's just, he's yeah. just broing out i like no, it no, just james, a couple bros, no, james is the man james is the man <laughs> we're just a couple of bros broing out there you don't you know <laughs> yeah we don't even yeah. gotta talk about nothing i mean Let's this is vibe. called low value mail for a reason <laughs> I didn't get the memo on the uh, new format. I'm That's sorry. all good, dude. Uh, <laughs> no, um, no. Uh, talk about a politics thing. How about um, <laughs> how, you think interesting? What uh, your your opinion generally on RFK Jr. and uh, the stuff he's been talking about? Yeah, I, I like his big pharma take. I think he's very educational. Like if you listen to Trump he's just going to like say the same 10 things and you might agree with them like about oil. He'll just be like drill, baby drill, you know? And it's, there's something to that. He has the catch. He's like, has catchphrases for like everything, which is smart. He's a a catchphrase guy, but with RFK, he's like a wealth of information. So I like that he's going out here, just educating people like thoroughly on this stuff. When it comes to politics though, I think that, uh, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a hater, but I do think that if you are conservative, I don't know if you are, but like, he's definitely very, Democrat. Like, I think he'll hire Democrat judges. I think he'll surround himself by a lot of Democrats. And one thing that I found interesting that uh, Dr. Shifa brought up to me was during the lockdown, he had said that if we open up, that it was going to, you know, it was going to spread and also like pollution was going to get worse. So I think, uh, I think he's really good on big pharma. I have a few question marks with some other things, but overall, I think he's better than Biden and and he's a net positive. But I just, at this point, I just don't trust any, any politicians like overly much. Yeah, and I guess that you're, you're never going to get everything you want. Me. Yeah, you're never going to get everything you want with anybody. It, that seems like right. kind of impossible. Un- unless you're like... Yeah, saying any of them are better than Biden is like all of them check that box, I guess. <laughs> right. I always say um, a tuba, a tuba toothpaste would be better than Biden. So that's like the... <laughs> like the, Trump's better than Biden. He's better than Biden. It's like that's a low bar for sure. Yeah, pretty low bar. Um, all right, thanks, James. All right, we lost him. Anyways, uh, that was uh, yeah. The the what was the one thing I was gonna say about about RFK? Oh yeah, with the stuff where where he had his like everybody's like he's an anti semite or whatever because it was so yeah. interesting because um he he said that at like some I guess it was like a fundraising thing or whatever it was it was like supposed to be like some sort of closed door like he's like it was off the record but then there's actually like a Wired article from I want to say it's like ninety eight. Something like that. It's like wired like 98 and it's about this like Israeli bioweapon. And it's like the Israelis were literally trying to create um, a bioweapon that specifically targeted like a certain type of Arab based off of like some sort of genetic marker. So like everybody's like, oh, he's talking shit and it's so crazy. And you're like, no, there was actually sorry. It wasn't even wired. It was in the London Times and wired reported on that. So like. Everybody was like, oh, he just like pulled the shit out of thin air. And you're like, no, there's like they have been talking about this for a while. And I think he referenced another study, too, that was like on a government website just about like the way it affects different ethnic groups and stuff. Um, you know, so, I, yeah, he, he didn't create that theory at all. 
And, uh, you know, they try to call him an anti-Semite over there. One thing that I don't like about RFK, I'm just going to be honest, is like now he's on his like apology tour with this rabbi. And I don't have anything against this guy. God bless him. But uh, he was like trying to smear me as like a right wing neo, not like some crazy was stuff. Was he really? Like, yeah, when there was when there was that like Latino white supremacist shooter in Texas or, or like that that happened a couple months ago, he, yeah. he was he was ta- he was tagging me that rabbi that RFK's with was tagging me with like Nick Fuentes and Enrico Terrio. He was like, because I'm part Puerto Rican also, and maybe that's why I thought it was a 51st straight. I was trying to fa- stay. I was trying to will it into existence. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm mostly white. Shit but I'm part Puerto Rican on my grandma's side. So he was basically like these white supremacist Latino are a huge problem. Like this shooter, Nick Fuentes, Enrique Tario from the Proud Boys and Dream, and Dream Rare. And he, and he tagged me in it. And I'm like, bro, what the hell? And then I, I started responding, but then he started freaking out. And I, I just stopped responding because it was one of those things where like he was just exaggerating and all these groups were coming after me after my Candace thing. But I've never like... I've never said anything hateful. I don't hate anybody or any group or any country. I specifically talk about the relationship between the U S and Israel. And one thing I always mention is in Israel, they have a policy that you have to get rid of a dual passport. Like if you're Russian and Israeli and you serve in the Knesset, they make you get rid of your Russian one in Mm -hmm. order to be loyal to Israel. They're not being racist against Russia. It's just, that's their idea of making sure that you're not serving two masters. So, you know, I, I don't even say that much hateful, but yeah, I'm not, Honestly, I would never yeah, vote yeah, for yeah. RFK because that, that guy like really tried to start a crazy smear campaign against me. And it's unfortunate because I don't even I didn't even know who he was. And I, and then when I started responding, it just started like escalating and getting weird. And I was like, you know what? I almost feel like they want me to respond to get a reaction. So I just stopped. I just started ignoring it. And I'm like, yeah, that's generally you know, the best thing to do about that stuff. Anyways, is just literally give it no oxygen. Yeah, for um, sure. That by the way, be- shout out to Primetime99 Alex Stein in the chat. I don't know why. Uh why they deleted it. I'm pretty sure that's a channel. Maybe not. Maybe that's a fake Alex Stein, but uh, I mean, we, we both do know Alex Stein, but now they deleted his comment for some reason. One of the moderators, if he's not there, then, you know, that says a lot about him. If if he didn't show up for us, then we got to talk huge. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to have to, Oh, that someone says that was a fake. That was, yeah. Where's the real one, dude. He's too cool for us now. You can't, you can't watch our show. No, I'm just kidding. Yes. I don't know. I was talking to him about his, his boxing match, and he's just like, what the hell? He's like, it got canceled for hot dogs. All right, we got another call here. Hold on. Hello? Hey, how's it going? Hey, one second while we patch you through. And you're on with Anomaly. Go ahead. Hey, so there's diff- I see you're talking about different politicians. There's um, one politician, Chris Christie. And I think he's underrated because, first of all, he goes after Trump a little bit after the census. He goes after uh, uh, the people that need to be go after. And Chris Christie, you know, I heard a, a, a wise man, you should follow him on Twitter, Charles uh, Johnson, he says that America needs a fat president. And it's unironically because it kind of <laughs> represents the country, you know. Well, what, you, you like Chris Christie? Who, who on he, Twitter? I think he... Who on Twitter? Charles Johnson. Charles Johnson? I don't know who that is. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Um, I'm not a huge fan, but I I will say this. He he's getting written off by Trump. Like Trump's just calling him fat and stuff, but he is he is bringing up a few good points. I want to I want to say a few. So when when he was in uh New Jersey, I think before he was governor, he was attorney general and he was responsible at one of the levers of power 
for arresting Jared Kushner's father because Jared Kushner's father did some sort of like he, he I think he recorded a sex thing with the brother-in-law and then yeah, tried some to crazy it like him. blackmail thing. Right. Know? Yeah. Some crazy story. So, so Chris Christie put him in jail and Trump pardoned him. So Chris Christie's talking about that, which is a crazy story. And also Chris Christie, this is one of my favorite videos. I'm not going to lie. He says, Trump tried to hire me for the White House chief of staff. But then he says he doesn't trust me. He's like, so either Trump is lying to you and he does trust me or he's right. And I'm untrustworthy and he's an idiot. Like, why would you hire me if I'm yeah. untrustworthy? So I All mean, right, he's, hold, he, hold that thought for yeah. a second. I think we got Alex Stein on the line. Hello. What the hell, dude? I send a dude. super chat. Your mods <laughs> mod me out. What is going on? Prime time Alex Stein on the line. Uh, what's up, dude? Yeah, so guys, mods, what are you doing? I, dude, you know what? They just assumed that you were fake for some reason. Uh, <laughs> I'm the realist, dog. I'm a pimp on a blimp, but Anomaly's just dropping the straight back. But I really called in because Anomaly, wait, go back to what you were saying. That rabbi, <laughs> Rabbi Shmuley. Yeah, he's like that. the oh, he's the Oprah rabbi. <laughs> he's the OG. No, yeah, I know Rabbi Shmuley's a badass. Like, wait, what? How did he call you out though? No, uh, uh, I mean so, I know the guy's super famous. I mean, but what happened, Anomaly? So when that white supremacist neo-nazi mexican or whatever the the shooter there was like some texas shooter he just posted a art like he was just like posted something about it and then just tagged me and nick fuentes and enrique tario and was like these white supremacist neo-nazi like latino people like he just trying to like tie me to that stuff and i was like bro like why yeah, i have nothing yeah weird. i have nothing to do with that so long story short i started responding he started responding and it just got like weird and i was like bro i don't i don't even i'm not even mad at you i don't even want to talk to you anymore so yeah. it's, it just got like, honestly it got like at some degree you almost have to just like block those people if they're trying to like drag you into shit that you have nothing yeah, but, to do with well they yeah, call me I mean, the that's anti probably, yeah okay well i'm saying that was a missed i mean i mean obviously he was just incorrect and in linking you with that i mean i mean i'm I'm not, I'm not trying to white knight for him but i'm guessing that because i don't know of any of your content that would encourage anybody i'm not laughing because it's funny but to shoot anybody i think your content's the opposite of that so yeah no I, I don't even tell people to like do anything i tell people not to be angry i say they take advantage of you when you're angry like not only do i not promote that type of stuff but i don't even like when people get like pissed off or rude so it's just yeah i don't know i don't know where he got that from but it, yeah. it, it was just kind of like uncalled for and it you know it started like this huge there were a bunch of jewish groups calling me like the anti-semite of the week and stuff like it just got weird and i was really? like what? i don't I don't know what no, happened. Wow. I don't know like what launched it. Maybe my interview with Candace. She said something about Prager as a compliment, but she, I think it like came out in a way where they got mad. Like, uh, so we were talking about how I said the best people of every race, like they're not racial activists a lot of times. And it's like sometimes the worst people from every race, they like parade around like I represent everyone and they really don't. And they do more damage than yeah. good because like all the cool people are not doing that. And she, yeah. she had said something like, you know, I like Dennis Prager and I forget that he's even Jewish or something like she said it like that. But in context, it wasn't that crazy. But like they took that out of context and that kind of just launched like them coming after me uh, and just like just saying, like, I don't mind if people lie about me briefly. But like when it comes to like violence and stuff, it really creeps me out when they're trying to tie me to some sort of violent psychopath that I have nothing to do with just because I'm white and part Hispanic and I'm yeah. conservative like it was it was a crazy it was a crazy time, but I can't you know, I can't it, remember what it was, but there was some sort of like 
shooting that happened in the u.s recently I, I can't remember which one it was but like they they went and got like the i don't know if it's the dude's manifesto or like uh or what it was but like they found his his history right and uh he was like watching some of ryan and i's videos and stuff like the, oh, the guy who owns <laughs> the guy who owns the comedy cell, the guy who owns the comedy <laughs> seller i did his podcast and he's like yeah he's, did you see this i was like i don't know people watch a lot yeah. of shit online i don't know to say like what i had something okay. to do with that well, if you have hundreds, yeah, hundreds yeah. of millions of views, you know, it's like, it, it's like, yeah, you have like close to, to a billion Drake. views. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. It was, it's definitely I'm, crazy though. Prime time. We want to know, this is think? totally off topic, but what is going on with this fight, dude? Everybody wants to know. Oh, well, we're, we're going to do it. Keemstar, his promotion, happy punch. They thought it was hilarious, but Wasserman who owns, who was like the parent company of all this. So there's like levels to it. Wasserman's a top dog. Then there's the zone, which is like a huge media company. You know, they're the ones that broadcast the fight. And then underneath them, it's called Misfits Boxing, which KSI owns a part of it. And then underneath them is Keemstar with Happy Punch. Misfits and Happy Punch, they thought it was funny. They knew it was turkey dogs. Like, it was all a professional wrestling work, as they call it. Yeah, it was a work. Yeah, but Wasserman, I think some Saudi Arabian guys didn't take too kindly to it. Um, But once again, we're getting canceled because I'm not Islamophobic at all. But, you know, it's just a mis. It's all a prank, but it doesn't turn out that way. But I want to ask Anomaly, yeah. forget about me. What do you think of all these cringe DeSantis versus Trump drama? I know it probably kills you. Because even Trump, we know Trump is, uh, you know, uh, so much shit is wrong with Trump. Uh, and then just the people defending both sides, it's just making me sick. What is What does it make you feel like? First, I want to say, dude, I was so disappointed when it got canceled. I'm a huge boxing and MMA fan. So, like, when I saw that you were fighting, dude, I was pumped. I was going to watch literally it's gonna just happen. fight. No- <laughs> oh, dude, I, 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 I was I okay. It's, it's, I can't wait because it's just, yeah, dude, yeah. I love I like love if this is all like awesome. just one well, giant well, work and this is all part of it and this is a, it was all planned. No, to get I, I, no it doesn't dude, seem I, like that though because you're like, training. Listen, you're, you're listen, training with yeah, Hardy all. That's what I'm saying, dude. I've been working my ass off. I've lost 25 pounds, dude. I'm so mad. And then the, my opponent is not in shape at all, but I'm still gonna, Keemstar is still gonna set it up. And now all these other people are offering me fights, which I'm going to potentially take. But let me say this. Before I did that stunt, I did the, we did the open workout the day before, and that's when you get to call out your opponent. All the media is there. You're in the ring with your trainer, jacking around. And I was in there like Muhammad Ali. I mean, I'm not that cool, but I'm saying I'm in there like throwing punches, talking trash, right? Everybody else is taking it serious. Every promoter, oh, my God, Alex, you're the, you're the future of influencer boxing. It's crazy. That stuff. You're so funny, and you're big. Like, you could really have a career yeah, in this. You're a big like, boy. Oh, you have a Exactly. And like, you have a chance to fight in London on the KSI. Da, 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 da. Gassing me up, dude. Like a freaking uh, a 747 filled with jet fuel about to go into 9-11. Like gas <laughs> up, dude. I'm telling you, I had me on fire. And then I'm like, I think I'm bulletproof. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to do a stunt that's going to make national, not only national news, excuse me, international news. And Which is kind of your forte. Like you are pretty good at that yes. kind of shit. Yeah. Well, yes. That's- and and, and, and well, the Sun UK wrote about it. As soon as the Sun wrote a piece about it, my fight got canceled. I'm glad you're still going to fight. I, I can't wait to see it. And <laughs> to, to answer your question, yeah. I mean, I think it's I think it's just cringe, man. It's it's really cringe how people are acting. And I want to say something about both sides of the DeSantis Trump thing. 
I find it hilarious that a lot of the DeSantis influencers that are like, he should have fired Fauci. They locked down too long. A lot of them never said that until this year. So I'm wondering, like, I'm glad they're saying it, but like, where were like, do, do you, are you just doing it? Cause Trump didn't do it. And then with the Trump side, like Trump will be like, you know, DeSantis did such a bad job in Florida with COVID. And now people are taking like CNN talking points and it. I think it really just exposes how disingenuous people are. It's like a sports game. So yeah, I mean, you know, some of the, like Bill Mitchell's like super cringe and like the DeSantis influencers. And then like, uh, you know, the people who like Trump are, are like going nuts. It's 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 embarrassing. But like, you know, it is what it is. Like, I'm yeah, yeah I'm, everybody I'm, I'm wants neither. everybody just gets attached to their guy. You know, it's just generally how it is. It's so it's so similar to just sports, you know, where just people have their 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 horse in the race. And it's just hard to separate I, them. Yeah, at least I Alex is going to fight. It's like if, if people <laughs> yeah, are going to act like sports, then, then then let's play sports, you know, like yeah. at least we're we're sporting out. So yeah. I think you inspired me I, too, bro. I'm going to start, I'm going to start taking boxing lessons. Yeah, and try have to you, beat, uh, try have to they tried, somebody. have they tried to get you another one? I'll get you on the next card. Bro, well, I got to, I got to train, bro. I got to train though. I know, I, gotta, I know, but, but it, you only need a couple months, but listen, so this is the idea that Keem and I are working on with Sam Hyde is we're going to do a thing potentially called canceled clash because, and we're going to get the people that are canceled off. iDubs creator class, like froggy fresh. And I got canceled off this one. So I'll headline this. And then we're going to have other people and we kind of want to like potentially have some fights where people have different political views or just, you know, different viewpoints of the world in general, like you or just anybody that really is. A, I, that's, I hate saying it. Influencer sounds so cringe, but anybody that has, I guess, a social media a presence that wants to fight. Yeah. yeah. Platform. We want it. We want to put you on because that's what makes a fight fun. I know there's people that are here that have 12 followers. And you want to fight. And I would love for you to fight. But the part of a boxing match or a fight is it has to have some hype. So kind of that's just why you know everybody's bro. like, oh, let me yeah. step in and fight for Alex. Let, you know let what, actually, train, Alex, I'm, I'm gonna do it. You know what, Alex? Now years. that you say this, Jimmy Dore, I challenge you to a fight. Damn, going after Dude, Jimmy Dore. That'd be sick, <laughs> Danny. You and I need to box. So we're two friends. I would never want to no, box. Dude, that would be no, hilarious. You, yeah, I don't want to box. Yeah, well, Louis, 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 off. Lewis offered me a fight at Skankfest, so I might take it. I might take. Dude, go fight at Skankfest. Skank He's uh, what do you what do you weigh in? Who at? should I box? What comedian should I call? Dude, out? box like Mike Harrington. You you probably Is walk Mike around Harrington. around two twenty, no? Yeah, I'm about two twenty. Is Mike? Dude, Harrington so the, Mike the Harrington, they're looking. No, uh, he Mike Harrington is a producer at Gas at Gas Digital and like for Skanks and stuff. But I thought he, he, isn't he fighting Lewis? I don't think he's fighting Lewis. No, Lewis is fighting someone else. So sorry if you don't know any of this drama here, Anomaly. Bro, box box Brad Williams. <laughs> yeah, the, I would box Brad Williams. The dwarf? The the comedian? Yeah. yeah. That's a good fight. Yeah, I'm gonna box him and go to jail. Go to jail for manslaughter. You could no, uh, but I think uh, they are actually looking for someone to fight. I don't know if it's uh, message Lewis, but they were looking for someone to fight Mike Harrington. I'll, I'm gonna be there, dude. Too. That's gonna be uh, that's gonna be a uh, a fun time. Well, potentially, potentially, I could be there. I mean, I'm just I have to. Someone I, just you know, someone literally. Just, oh yeah, Lewis was supposed to fight Butterly, Tim Butterly, or is fighting Tim Butterly. But someone says in the chat that Mike Harrington hasn't found an opponent yet at 225. We'll tell him potentially. We might. I might do that. The only thing is, I signed with Happy Punch, so I have to go with a fight with Keemstar because I oh. told him that Lewis reached out, and he's like, "Well, we got to do this fight first, which is totally. I mean, I mean, that's just how it's going to work. But 
I mean, potentially I would fight a Skankfest if we could do the fight before then. Because there is a possibility, since Modine, my opponent and I, we both had to get licensed, had to go to doctors, had to get a professional boxing license to compete in the state of Tennessee. What does that entail to get a boxing license? MRI, a physical a, a dilation, a pupil exam, you know, eye exam with your uh, eyes dilated. Um, and a neurologist has to check your brain out. And they said I was absolutely insane. But she was kind of the female doctor's vibe <laughs> with me. But she was like, she was, yeah, she was, thought I was insane. Yeah, she was into it? Say that. And she was wanting to go to dinner. She like wanted to go out with me. She was nice, but she just. Did they scan like, the, she, did they scan your, your package? She's like, you know, I've checked everything. And uh, she's like, are you free Thursday? You're like. No, and I would have let her give me a physical, but this is what she said. She said, you pass all the neurology stuff, but I still think you need to get your head examined. I can add me dying. Hey. Like still, there's still something off. I'm like, are you trolling? She's like, not really. So yeah, so she. She was uh, gassing me up or trolling me. I couldn't tell either one, but she definitely, I think, if we had wine together, she would have slept with me. But that's neither here nor there. All right, I'm going to let drink, you guys get back to business. How long is the license for? Well, that's well, what I'm saying. Potentially, we could fight in two weeks. They have a card. It's not one of these influencer-type cards. It's an actual pro match, but they could get us on. The, the, the local promoter there is a guy named Matt Young. He puts on other boxing matches that are with real professional fighters. And he offered to put us on this card. We just don't know if we're going to do that. Because on top of all this, Tim Poole is trying to book Modine and I for a debate. Anomaly's best friend, Tim Poole. We need to bring that up. On uh, on August 4th and having us come on. And if you say anything bad about Tim Poole, I will hurt myself. Anomaly's bro. not say anything bad about <laughs> Here's him. what I want to say. Bro. He said Here's his music was actually with. not that bad earlier. Yeah, someone asked. Someone was, done, was like, what did you think of Tim's music? I was like, it was better than I thought it would be for sure. But uh, here's what I want to say about Tim Pool. I want to debate Tim Pool. I'm not mad at him anymore, but I'm not going to the smelly beanie bunker. I, I need to. We need to go in a neutral place because I don't want to go to the beanie bunker. And I, I will have, box- have they have they not invited you on Culture War? I'm sure they would have you on Culture Bro, War. That'd be I don't, great. I, I don't want to get into it, but they booked me, and then it got delayed by two I know, hours, and, and I they know, just and they I, and then they said they were going to pay for my hotel, and they weaseled their way out of it. So it's, I don't need the money, but it's like, dude, they just treated what? me like shit, dude. I, you know, Let I don't me like just say this last point. Let me say this last point. Some of my best friends that I've become the closest with, our friendship started off like on a bad note, like something bad happened. I don't know. People that I. Yeah. I mean, even you with. and I, Alex, the, the first time you ever called into my show, I got a fucking strike. Yeah, but I, that was. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm, well, jo- I'm was, joking. Yeah, I'm yeah. Joking. <laughs> I know you're trolling me on that. That's a joke. But I'm saying I sometimes a bad start like that. And I know this is just me being ultra positive. It makes your friendship stronger when you guys get. Are you talking about AOC right now? I want to debate him. I just don't want to go out there because my experience. Yeah, for you, that's like literally as far as possible. It's a far flight, but like, dude, dude, their customer service was just trash, though. And it was like, dude, I landed. (laughs) I could have made it to the podcast. And they're like, just treat it like a layover. It's like, it's not a layover. I came to be on the show. It was just like so, such low stuff where I'm not, I'm over it, but. He made no effort to make it right. And the thing is, he didn't even mention it until Adam made like a tell-all video about him. And his like apology was so fake. He's like, oh, uh, well, while I'm at it, I apologize for Anomaly. And it's like, it was, it's like, bro, if you really want to make it right, let's do it. I'll debate you. We'll talk about Trump. We'll talk about DeSantis. We'll talk about conservative ink. We'll talk about all of it. It's going to be a debate, but I, it's not going to happen at the smelly beanie bunker. It's got to be somewhere. <laughs> gotta I've be been somewhere there. It smells quite nice. You have to give him credit. He did. He did apologize, and for me to white knight for Tim a little bit, he doesn't book and do any of that crap. Tim's busy, so the person that did handle that is not even working there anymore. So, I mean, you know, maybe uh, give him another try. 
I'll give him another try. But dude, after that, I went to first form. Andy Frisella runs a bigger company. He's got like a hundred employees. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, but but, but, but I'm saying he answers his messages. He answers his texts. He, his customer service isn't piss poor. It's just, it was, it was lame stuff. He can, he can apologize. He can make it right. I just don't want to fly to the middle of nowhere. I don't, I don't trust him that much. You know, as a person, to be fair, it is, it is in West Virginia. I get your, I yeah. understand that. You I'd love fly to talk right to into him, the swamp. Though. I'd love to talk to him yeah. and I'd love to debate at this point. It's kind of almost like hyped up like a boxing match. You know what I'm saying? Like there's been it so is. much yeah. around it. it you it need to be... box Tim. You need Dude. to box Tim. Oh, how, how, tall, how tall is Tim? He's, how tall is Tim? Uh, he's like probably five, nine, five, five yeah, yeah, I'm like five, six, ten. three. I mean, I'll, six, yeah. oh, you're six. Yeah, three. you are big. And I'm like actually tall. Yeah, he's a big guy. Diff- yeah, I, I saw you, but it's not the right weight class for him. I saw you with all those UFC dudes. You're uh yeah, yeah. Well, it's hard to tell, too, because everybody thinks I'm short because my camera sl- points slightly down. All my content, I'm in selfie mode, so like people don't realize how tall we are. All right, well, fellas, get back to business. You could let, uh, let Tim know. You could let Tim know that I would love to chat with him at some point, just not there. And, and if you're friends with that rabbi, bro, I'm not an anti-Semite. Just stop telling. Stop, no, stop, you're I'm not. not I'm, and that rabbi no. is a badass. Rabbi Shmuley, I would never say anything bad about that guy. But No, uh, I'm just saying uh, in general, just like, no, you're like it was unnecessary. We, we have mutual oh, friends. Oh, I know too, you're obviously. not. Dude, shut up. Don't even say that. I know that. And that's the other thing, too. It's like. I think in this day and age where everybody's anti-Semitic, it loses a lot of its power. So I wouldn't even take it so personal. Yeah, but, and but, it's uh, it's uh, one thing to it's one thing to say something like that. It's another thing to try to like tie me into somebody so like who I, shot people. Yeah, yeah that's kind of crazy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So that that was where I it mean, drew the line. I mean, like the internet makes people do crazy shit that they would like never do in person. You know, like he would never in person say that stuff, and then like. People just have fucking some nerves. Yeah, I'm just not that shit. guy. And I'm yeah, the, yeah. The, uh, the other uh, conservatives he was talking about. I wouldn't be happy about, about, be happy about it either. He was right. No, this is an inside job. I'm on <laughs> Rabbi Schmilly's side. I'm blocking you. And I'm like, I have to go. I can't be associated with Rabbi Schmilly rules. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Alex Stein, everybody. Primetime 99. They they literally deleted his messages in the chat. Whoever deleted uh, his messages in the chat, by the way, you're on thin ice as a moderator. I uh, how, how much do you weigh? Like 200. 200. So, if you, so maybe if Alex came down 10 and you went up 10, I don't know how close they got to be, but maybe you guys could fight each other. Who's that, Alex? Yeah, you and Alex. Oh, I, don't, like... I don't want to fight Alex, but yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, if the money's you're... right, if the money's right, <laughs> the timing's right, you know, yeah. I'm a prize are... fighter. All right, all right, we got another call here. Hold on a second, please. Hello? Hey. Hello. Hey, what's up? Uh, one moment, please, while we patch you through. And you're on. Go ahead with Anomaly. Hey. On the note of Rabbi Shmuley, real quick, I don't want to digest, but did, he was actually Oprah's, not Oprah, he was Michael Jackson's rabbi. And Why did Michael did, Jackson have a rabbi? <laughs> good question. <laughs> he was... You know, he, 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 he is very, well, he's an interesting figure. You know, what Alex just said, it is, Riley Shmuley, you know, he goes, he has a lot of connections and he's very interesting. He's like, today, he, he RFK Jr., you know. Yeah, he he's doing a thing like literally Yale. down the street from me. Oh, for real? Yeah, he's, he was yeah. going to talk tonight. It's not, like that's our, not the issue, though. It's not your issue. No, with yeah, the issue I, is that I he's like, just like literally like we just have dragged you friends. into this. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't. It's just I like a guy you don't know dragged you into this whole thing and then calling you anti Semite and linking it to like a, mur- a horrible today, murder. He was, he was, no, for sure, definitely. I think he's a little retarded, but in a good way. Um, 
RFK Jr. was by the ale of the Rebbe today. And Danny, I know you need to go to the... You, you've ever been to the ale? The what? The, the Ohel of the Lubavitch Rebbe. The Ohel? No. No, no, no. I've never been to any Lubavitch Rebbe or anything like that. What is that? Like a synagogue? Uh, you need to go immediately for, 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 for... I mean, it's so amazing. It's connecting to the leader of the generation, the Rebbe Anomaly. You should go as well. The, um, the, the ale, right. it's in Queens. It's in Queens. All right. Well, All maybe, right. I'll, maybe I'll check it out. All right. Thanks. All maybe right. if Danny brings me, I don't know. Yeah, Danny, yeah, yeah, be, be my chaperone. Yeah, I'll bring you. All right. We got another call here. This guy's been calling all night. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hey, was Frank. Hey. Uh, hey, what's up? Just one second while we patch you through. I appreciate uh, your patience because I see you've been calling all night. No, no all right. You are on with Anomaly. Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? Um, just wanted to ask, uh, I, I, I asked you in the chat, you know, what do you guys think of um rfk's like low qualities somebody said in the chat that he's like a climate nazi i mean we don't know the bad things about him we only know the good things you know free speech warrior etc cetera, etc cetera. so yeah i, I mean i like uh, i i still think that he's like a little too out there on certain things he's not like articulate enough on certain things as well like when he was on rogan he's well i mean he's a, he talks like a robot but well, you know, i know he has his, his voice issue and i actually am able to look <laughs> past his voice issue like I actually can get past it because I'm like Biden doesn't sound great either, but stop. Like when he just says these things where he's like, yeah, you know, the because uh, I actually do like him for a lot of stuff, but then he'll be like, yeah, you know, the Wi-Fi is causing cancer, and then just kind of like doesn't really explain why, and then you just move on. You're like, what? You're like you got to really speak more to that. Like if you're gonna say Wi-Fi is giving everybody cancer and shit, like. I don't know, but yeah, I, th- I think he needs to. Yeah, I think he needs to just definitely um, dig his heels in with like normal issues, like industry. You know, I, I don't hear anybody talk about industry anymore. I don't hear anybody talk about jobs here. You know, we have wagey cages in the freaking Amazon uh, warehouses. Um, we have, you know, uh, all all the salaries have dropped by like twenty percent. Nobody's bringing up that, you know, it's great that they're bringing up like censorship and uh, anti-censorship and, you know, all this corruption's coming out. But like, where's, where's the, the meat and potatoes? Where's the chicken in every pot? But anyway, yeah, thank you for taking point. my call. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I, I think with me, with RFK, like, you know, he's kind of like a specialist. Like, I, I would love to see him at the head of HHS or at the FDA or something. I think he'd do a good job. But it seems like he's kind of running to get that message out, you know, more than he is, like you said. I mean, a lot of people care about wages, et cetera. He doesn't really talk about that. But that's how I kind of view him, at least. Like, I wouldn't vote for him. Uh, he is weak on certain policies and certain, like, ideas. But I love that he's a specialist with Big Pharma. And it's it's important. I think like he's educating so many people on on certain things, or at least getting them to think a little bit. And, yeah, uh, yeah. I, mean, I wouldn't I, vote for him. Yeah, I agree. Like just on the one thing alone, that you know he's just making people understand like how in the pocket of big pharma, like every media outlet is. Like, you ever heard the story he was saying with uh, Roger Ailes that he talks about? No. So he was like best friends with Roger Ailes when he was a kid. He's like they spent. Okay. He's like they spent three months in a tent together in like Africa, doing some sort of like, I don't know what exactly, but they were like really good friends. And he was like, you know, doing all his like vaccine stuff, and he wanted to go. And Roger Ailes, he says, this Roger Ailes had a very close family member, and Roger Ailes was certain that that family member had an adverse reaction uh, from a vaccine, and. Um, so he's and, he, you know, he was doing something like a documentary or whatever, and he wanted to go on Fox and talk about it. And they straight up 
uh, Roger Ailes called him and he's like, look, like, you know, if I, if any of my hosts brought you on, I'd have to fire them because if I didn't fire them, then Rupert Murdoch would call me and he would fire me. And it's strictly because he's like, that's who pays our bills. So for me to bring you on and just shit on them, like, even if you're right, he's like, I can't do it. Well, that's a lot of, you know, industries and stuff. There's a lot of money connections and, you know, things that you can't say because of certain people. And, you know, even politics is that that way to a certain extent, like everyone plays a certain game, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I I like that RFK does kind of go there. And um, I think in the era of podcasting, this was the right time for him to get that message out there. It's like people are definitely listening. And after 2020 and the COVID stuff, there's a lot more ears that are, a lot of people are kind of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. We got another call here. Hold on a second. Hello. Hey, Hello? hey what's up? Danny. Hey, what's up? Just give me a minute while we patch you through. Not a minute. Just a second. All right. You're on with uh, Anomaly. Go ahead. Hey, what's up, Anomaly? What's up, Todd? Um, okay. So. I, I listen to you all the time uh, at, at work and all that. So I really appreciate like your long form content, like even the short vids or the short clips. Cause I'm Thank on you. Spotify. Quick question. Are you going to upload the Shiva interview to Spotify at all or no? Yeah. Like, you know what? Shiva, I should say. I yeah. I, I am actually, yeah, I've, I've been a little okay, late to cool. it, but I was, I was thinking about it and I was like, I'm going to let that fly on uh, Apple and Spotify and it's on YouTube. It's on rumble. It's on BitChute, but I will upload that one for sure. I saw it on YouTube, but I'm like living in the past. So I still got data restrictions, but, uh, uh it's I a crazy interview. Um, it's a, dude, she yeah, was wild, I was, man. I was it's watching like, a few minutes of it beforehand. Yeah. yeah. Pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah, I, I heard. Uh, I heard. I forget who I heard Shiva talking to, but yeah, he he kind of goes all out, and I respect him. So I wanted to hear him with you. So thank you. It, uh, I'll be looking forward to that. Yeah, it's a and, good one. Um, and, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I was just gonna ask you because I know you, and I appreciate these guys too. Uh, people like uh, Golitsyn, people like Bezmanov, um, these KGB. Um, you know, defectors. the ex-KGB agent okay. defectors. Perfect. Yeah, thank you. Um, I was wondering if you've ever uh, heard about uh, Yuri Shvets, who's also uh, like a KGB defector. He was a KGB, I think his title is KGB major. Um, so I was wondering if you've ever heard of him and if you've had any like opinions on what he has to say about the whole. No, I haven't. Uh, so yeah, I You want to tell us who he is, Todd? I'm sorry, what was that, Danny? I said, you want to tell us who this guy is? No, he hasn't heard of him, but do you want to tell us who he is? Oh, we'll yeah. Uh, well, I, he, uh, yeah, he's just a uh, KGB uh, uh, defector. Um, and he's worked with this uh, guy, Craig Unger, who's written a series of books. Like, he's written on, uh, like, George Bush. Uh, he writes on Trump now. Um so yeah, he was just a he's just a KGB guy that that actually does talk about Trump's involvement with Russia and and I know you 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 say you don't necessarily believe in the collusion and all that, but he does speak on that. And I was just wondering if you've ever heard of him. So if not, yeah, no, I haven't. 
Yeah, maybe check them out. It's a uh, Schvetz. Uh, S-H-V-E-T-S. Okay. okay. Cool. Thanks, man. Uh, anyway, please, uh, appreciate you, Anomaly, and uh, have a good night, y'all. Later. Appreciate you. Thank you. All right, man. You're a popular guest, dude. Phone's ringing off the hook. Uh, all right, we got another call. We're going to wrap this up shortly. Hello? Hello. Hey, what's up? Oh, I made it through. Hey, yeah, you made it through. One moment, please. All right, you're on with Anomaly. Go ahead. Anomaly, yeah. Um, I don't know much about Anomaly. I've seen you around. Can you just give me a little background of of what you do? We already, well, we already did that at the, we already did that at the beginning. Just news analysis. I like analyze the news mostly. Yeah. So just another news analysis. So, so do you, you don't think politics is like a, is like a, an addiction? Like once you get addicted to politics, like you, you kind of, kind of like a drug. Addicted to politics, like a drug. Yeah. I mean, it's it kind of like a, affects everything to a degree. So it's hard to. I mean, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Where I, I think it's not good to be ignorant, but some people get so into politics and they get so emotional and so wrapped up in it, and they're not even right about what they're talking about. So you know, you're almost ignorance is bliss. It's almost better yeah. to be ignorant than like so wrapped up in it. And that's what I'm saying. Even about both sides, they become phonies because they're so addicted to the team sports element of it. They don't even think about like who they've become or what they've done. So I Dude, see what you're saying. My, my girl, like she's like, she doesn't know any of this shit. She didn't even know who Dylan Mulvaney is. Like, yeah, I love that. Like I want to meet someone that knows nothing. <laughs> it's like, it's like a very you're like Donald Trump. They're like, who? I'm like, are she you? Didn't know, she, I don't think single? she knew. She didn't know who Alex Jones is. She didn't know who Dylan Mulvaney <laughs> is. Like, she's like not in any of that shit. I'm like, only because of me does she even hear about any of this stuff. Like, yeah. Um. All right. You have anything else, caller? Yeah. It's kind of. No, that's probably it. Yeah. That's it. All right. Thanks, man. All right. That was. Uh... <laughs> We do not have screeners, so sometimes callers will... I guess that is the beauty of a call screener, is he goes, hey, can he uh, tell you about who you are? <laughs> I know. <laughs> so he calls into a call show, he goes, yeah, he calls into a call show, he goes, um, who are you? <laughs> oh, all right. it, it kind of was like tripping me out. I'm like, who Who am I? Yeah. <laughs> well, if, you, if anybody here wants to support the Patreon, one day I'll get a producer who will screen calls so that people don't call in and ask who the guest is um are you worried about because we were actually just talking about this with alex and and guests and i because you do a lot of stuff on youtube and youtube's kind of been cracking down a bit like i don't know if you've known what they're doing with comedy like so we're even like this show's on a different channel because my i used to do these on my main channel and then i got a strike like a month ago for literally just talking about it was the day that um ted kaczynski died and we were just like talking about it on a comedy podcast and they gave me a strike. They're like, you're glorifying like criminal violent organizations or whatever. And then, you know, Tim Dillon got a strike. Theo Vaughn got a strike for the Roseanne stuff. Right. Uh, Some people are kind of thinking like it has to do with, because we have an election cycle coming up. So they're, they're kind of clamping down. Uh, But like, well, like, what do you think about that? Like, have you had a lot of issues with YouTube? Yeah, I mean, most most of my revenue comes from Facebook, and I, in the heart of when I was making the most money, they took away my revenue, like, and it went to zero overnight. So I've I've already had I've been suspended on YouTube. I have a strike, um, Facebook. I've tried to make other sources of revenue. You know, like I, that's why I started selling hats and shirts and stuff was because I wanted to have another platform. I have a Patreon. So yeah, I mean, it's it's I probably 
lost out on like six figures or more of, of yeah. money based on like certain elements of censorship. So I've been worried about it for years in a sense. It's just like at the end of the day, it is what it is. So like I built my bit shoot, I built my rumble. Right. I had, I, I got banned on TikTok. You know, my TikTok's completely zapped. Um, yeah, luckily I that wasn't a big money maker, but yeah. yeah. Do you have a big TikTok? A couple hundred thousand uh, yeah. followers. Yeah. TikTok's wild. The lot of the stuff that is okay on there and is not. Like they're so, they're so all over the place. But you don't like because I was I was I, I tweeted about it earlier today, um, because I was like looking at you because I like guess YouTube updates their policies and I was like because I, I don't even know what their stance on talking about the vaccine is anymore because the first strike I ever got was what I referenced with Alex and he this was twenty twenty one and he was talking about the COVID vaccine and he was literally sarcastically saying. That it's he was like, yeah, the COVID vaccine is safe and effective. Like he was saying the words that should not get like flagged, but he was saying it like ironically. And I remember in that show was like, I wonder if like they can detect irony or like sarcasm. And then I like got a strike on it. Like it was crazy. But uh, and so anyways, I checked today because I, I you can't on on YouTube say I hope that this doesn't get flagged, but you can't say that the COVID vaccine uh, makes you magnetic. And I was like, that's such a weird thing yeah. that like, I, that's your line. That. No, but that's like a literal line for them where you go, if you start making videos going that the COVID vaccine uh, gives you these powers, I don't even want to say it. Cause like you can't even like right. joke about stuff on, on YouTube anymore. Um, so I, yeah, yeah. I've always tried to be real careful with what I said, where it's like, I don't censor myself per se, but like, it's made me like, I'm like my own fact checker where I try to be so factual with what I'm saying. And I've still had strikes and I've still lost money, even when what I was saying was true. Like, I, I don't yeah. say stuff like that. I don't say things I can't prove. I speak properly. It's just, it is what it is. And uh, I've dealt with yeah. it for years. So it's, it's one of those things like, what do you really do? It's like, well, you right. can get sponsors. You try to, like, I've saved up a lot of money. So, you know, and uh, tried to gain revenue in other places just yeah. for survival. I, so, I just because YouTube is such a good uh, outlet for like, you know, disseminating stuff. And I, I am, I've said this a million times, but I am kind of hopeful that, that Twitter will, uh, will kind of like, especially with all this like X business. I don't know how I feel about that, but um I'm, I'm hopeful that they'll they'll try and start to compete with it uh, with it. So anyways, we're, we're going to wrap this up in a little bit. I want to get to the thing that I was talking about earlier with your predictions uh, and we'll probably end on that. So, OK, September 8th, 2019, you have this tweet. Medical freedom is under attack in America right now. Unfortunately, most conservatives don't care. Most liberals don't realize universal health care means total government control over the health industry, which will soon include mandatory injections if both sides sleep. So what prompted that uh, that tweet? In 2019, um, they were starting to try to push legislation in New Jersey and California, but especially New Jersey to make certain vaccines mandatory and nobody was covering it and it did, it failed, but they started kind of pushing it in. Moms were protesting and I was which, like, which, which vaccines? I'm not even really sure. Um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not sure which ones. It's just like they passed a bill saying you had to get it or else maybe you couldn't work or kids couldn't go to school. I'm not sure exactly what it was, but nobody was covering it because it wasn't like this sexy Trump or Biden issue. And I was like, man, this is how they're going to do it. The left thinks universal health care um, is virtuous. And in some ways it, it probably is, but it's also government total monopoly on health care and conservatives just straight up don't care about it. So yeah, that was six months before the pandemic. I said that mandatory vaccines were, were on the way. 
Okay. And uh, I mean, obviously you didn't know what was coming. You, you couldn't have, I mean, I hope you didn't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then you have, and then like the pretty like crystal ball shit. You have, uh, this is March 12th. This is, we know about COVID at this point of 2020. You're just like, you said, imagine if they don't let you fly or go to public venues. If you don't get the vaccine, you thought China was bad. Just wait. This is what happens when you don't realize how deep the swamp is and nothing gets done about it. Now, were you still into like what was your relationship with Trump at that point? Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I, I liked him for you sure. liked him, and so you yeah. kind of were like watching all this stuff that you were predicting unraveling a bit at like his hand. Right, I liked him, but I guess I like even when I liked him. If you watch my videos, I'm never just screaming build a wall or waving mega hats. Like I'm always like analyzing and being like, hey, he's doing a good job. Hey, this is not that bad. So I was I oh and I always if I disagreed with something, I had no problem making a video about it. And I had already seen that it was unpopular, but there just wasn't that much that I disagreed with for a while. Um, but once it all started happening, I started noticing like when they locked down, this was a couple of weeks later it was the Q people that were freaking out at me because they thought I was like deep state because I was against the lockdowns. And they were like, dude, the lockdown's a good thing. It's he's going to arrest the Vatican, Chrissy Teigen. You know, they started like hitting like Trump's locking the world, the country down to go get the pedos. So if you're against lockdown, you must be with them. And they were harassing me for weeks. And then they just flipped and were like, oh, wait, no, lockdowns are bad. Fauci's bad. But they actually didn't know that early on. So I'm not sure what I was thinking then, but I just I just saw. I don't know. I guess I just saw what was going on. I was like, you just kind of saw. And then you had a few. This was a couple of days later. You literally said they are going to use this COVID to push medical tyranny, mandated vaccines, government mandated lockdowns, authority, authoritarian power grabs, even bigger speech censorship. Life will never be the same. And Trump doesn't have a magic plan to save you till the end of time. So that's a uh, pretty prescient, if you will. Yeah, I, I guess I just I thought they were going to lock the country down. And I saw that the people that like the Q people that love Trump a lot, I noticed that they just kept saying he has a plan. He has a plan. And that's what I'm like. All right, this is dangerous because say he like infringes on an amendment. It's not necessarily a plan. Like sometimes people get compromised. Sometimes they're you know, they, they pass bad things. And I I don't know. Honestly, yeah. that's like one of my best tweets ever. I'm not quite, <laughs> I, I made a good I, I made some claims and they all came true. It's just. When you lock the country down, if, if you could lock a country down and close down gyms and you can mandate things, but you're not mandating exercise like the, you know, the the paradigm of what's possible shifts completely. So once I saw it shifting, I'm like, bro, if we do this, they're going to pile on on. Yeah. And they did. Now, do you have any other uh, before we wrap this up? Do you have do you have any other predictions you'd like to make? I mean, I think America's a great country. I just it, America's the best me, country. I love and, it. And I, I, I say that every time I do stand up for cheap applause. So, uh, yeah, to me, I think conservatives need to like stop viewing Trump as an idol, because if they don't want to, if they challenge DeSantis, but they won't challenge Trump and they don't like when he does that, but they make excuses when Trump does it. Trump is the perfect vehicle for them to push stuff through. For example, if Hillary Clinton told people 15 days to slow the spread, 90 percent of the Republican states will not listen. Right. Yeah. Um, only a Trump could get people to feel kind of comfortable with it. Only Trump could make people make excuses for Operation Warp Speed, who diametrically opposed to it. So I feel like, you know, it's not that he's so bad. I think Biden's worse, but Trump has people under a spell. So I guess, you know, if if people don't challenge him and and, and view him like they a just politician, need to think critically. Yeah. And just like not not just like. Yeah. Which yeah, is pretty but, good advice for 
Just anybody. Anything. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, question from yes in the chat. Possible Biden impeaching just uniparty theatrics? Yeah, for sure. I mean, at the end of the day, Republicans need to win the next election. Impeaching him isn't going to do anything. Uh, it, it's for sure just a theatric, just like when they impeach Trump. So, I mean, this is the thing they do. We got to impeach Biden. We got to like, you know, they they pass a bill, they raise a bunch of money. And at the end of the day, there's going to be an election in 2024 and the impeachment's not going to do, yeah, do anything just, in my just opinion. Be a, just be a lot of theater. Um, okay. We're going to, uh, where, where can people find you? Where, where are all the places, best places to find you? Yeah, I would say dreamrarelinks.com. So just dreamrarelinks has all my stuff. Instagram is dreamrare, D-R-E-A-M-R-A-R-E. So yeah, I got every, everything except for TikTok because they banned me. So They banned you and you can't make a new one or it's just not worth it? I guess I could. I'm just kind of, I had $800 in my bank account there and they stole it. So I'm, I'm I guess yeah, I'm just don't... very pe- petty where I just keep emailing them like every week. Like, yo, give me my stuff back. <laughs> and you're just like, it's going to some server in like Beijing or some shit. Yeah. Like, no, no one gives a shit for yeah, sure. Nobody yeah. gives a shit about that. They're like, yeah, we're dealing with these. And have you considered doing some NPC streams? What do you mean? Have you have you not seen those the NPC stream? Oh, where it's like yum, yum, ice cream. Yeah, the gang, yeah. whatever. <laughs> I don't think I'm I'm not like a hot chick, so I don't think anyone will give a shit if I do it. You know, like if yeah. <laughs> if a hot chick does it, dude, it's so funny because people will do anything for a hot chick, and they're just like yum yum. If I did it, it's getting 15 viewers, and oh. I'm getting like 10 cents in an hour. You know, <laughs> I'm self aware. For sure. Um, all right, cool. Thanks, dude. I really appreciate you coming on. This was a great episode. Shout out to Primetime 99 Alex Nine for the surprise uh, call in. And uh, back tomorrow night with a new episode of The Bathhouse. Check that out on this channel. And uh, support the show, patreon.com slash low value mail or Twitter. Ac- actually, x.com slash Danny Jokes because it's not Twitter anymore, even though it kind of still is. All right, thanks very much, everybody. Have a good night. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Empathic abilities, yeah, my face be also stolen. Bleep blow up, nigga, that just means I'm working. They see me as a leader, so that's why I'm Captain Kirkin. These charts from the stars, that much is for certain. You can feel this here if you up or if you hurt. I'm raising my stock, not talking my feet is some burkin. Now I'm a Johnny Five, got a fucking short circuit. Bring the track to life when I spit phenomenal. When I hit, she feel that shit at her abdominals. These rappers make me laugh like comic view, they comic view. You know I got a ball out, I hit the track running just like Sonic do. They don't want to turn on my light switch. Turn on my light switch. Yeah, and they tried to down me on some KO type shit. Yeah, they don't want to turn on my light switch. Yeah, now we pulling up fresh on some slight shit. Ha. They don't want to turn on my light switch. Yeah, they don't want to turn on my light switch. Uh. They don't want to turn on my light switch. Yeah, they was trying to get me on my hype shit. Yeah, they don't want to turn on my light switch. Yeah, now they tried to down me on some KO type shit. Yeah, they don't want to turn on my light switch. Yeah.